Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ah, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, January 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A battalion chief is now under arrest after authorities say he sexually abused minors, according to the Chester County District Attorney's Office. 27-year-old Carlton Bell, who was the battalion chief at the North Coventry Fire Company and served as a volunteer firefighter at Limerick, Ridge, and Goodwill and Pottstown Fire Companies, has been charged with multiple counts of involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, statutory sexual assault, unlawful contact with a minor and related offenses. He has been suspended from all fire companies. On December 24th, 2019, authorities say they learned that Bell had previously made contact with a 15-year-old through the online dating app Grinder. Their conversation continued on Snapchat, where the pair allegedly exchanged nude photos and arranged to meet for sex. Investigators say on September 15th, 2019, Bell picked up uh, the teen at a home in Cowan Township and brought the child back to his residence, where they say they engaged in sexual acts. Bell allegedly created a group chat on Snapchat Snapchat with a 15 with the 15 year old and two other suspected minors believed to be 16 and 17 years old. Four days later, on September 19th, uh, the DA's office says Bell picked up the 15 year old and two additional suspect uh, suspected minors, where they returned to his house to engage in sexual acts. Bell was arrested on January 17th and is currently being held on $150,000 cash bail. Police are investigating a death of a man found lying on Interstate 295 in Bucks County on Sunday. The discovery was made just after 4 a.m on eastbound 295 near the Ford uh, Ford Road overpass in Ben Salem. The incident was reported by a passing driver who thought that there may have been a car crash. However, police said that when they arrived to the scene, no car was located. State police have identified the victim as 31-year-old Joshua McRae of Trenton. Police say he was found dead with gunshot wounds. Police shut down 295 as well as 95 southbound at exit 40 while they conducted their investigation. Anyone with information to McRae's whereabouts prior to the incident are being asked to contact state police. The Philadelphia Teachers Union plans to take legal action over the district's handling of asbestos exposure in school buildings. In a statement, officials from the uh, the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers say that they will reveal details from their lawsuit on Monday. Time and again, the school district has claimed that their actions are out of an abundance of caution. What we've seen time and again is the district's willingness to throw caution to the wind as a result and put children and ed- educators at risk, uh, said the PFT president, Jerry Jordan. Several schools across Philadelphia have been forced to temporarily close after the discovery of exposed asbestos. Earlier this month, the district said 174 of the district's 214 schools have asbestos somewhere inside the building. Officials said asbestos only poses a health threat once it becomes loose and airborne. In sports this morning... Ball sacks are young. The Super Bowl matchup is set in the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs beat the Tennessee Titans yesterday afternoon in Kansas City, winning 35-24. to Patrick Mahomes threw for 294 yards and three touchdowns. Fifteen years after leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid is going back to the big game. Andy! Former Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb tweeted, So happy for the guy. Best I ever had as a coach. That's my coach. Congratulations, Andy Reid. Andy! 
In the NFC, the 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers last night in San Francisco. Raheem Francisco, Mozart, that's fun to say. <laughs> rushed for 220 yards and four touchdowns. And the 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers 37-20 to for the NFC Championship. Super Bowl 54 is in two weeks on February 2nd in Miami. Both the Sixers and Flyers won over the weekend. The Flyers, who continue to have one of the best records at home in the NHL, are off until tomorrow night, their last game before the All-Star break when they'll host the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Sixers have won three straight games and are in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. They play this afternoon in Brooklyn against the Nets. Tip-off for their annual matinee game on Martin Luther King Day is scheduled for 3 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. So we welcome you to a Monday morning. And yes, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. So that means we will not be doing our Easy Money Contest yes. today. We will do it. We will resume tomorrow. So we'll get you set for that. Uh, in the meantime, we're just going to hang and uh, converse and play some music and have a good time, and that's what we're going to do on a Monday morning. Absolutely. It's a day of uh, giving back, right? So we're yep. giving back today yep, absolutely. with this show. That's what it's our gift. That, that's it? That's You're our day welcome. of service? It's our day of service. You're welcome. Uh, it's today. Uh, we brought <laughs> trash bags and a rake. Uh, yeah, so we're going to clean up all this, uh, all, all the no, foliage no. and whatnot in the uh, in the office. Yeah, no, today. we're not. We just brought them. Well, yeah, exactly. No, no. They're here. Yeah. Yeah. The heavy lifting is saying these words. Uh, You're ho- welcome, Philadelphia. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys had a, a good weekend. It was pretty good. Got cold this weekend. It did. Yeah. Got icy this weekend. Yeah. I saw, and, and I'm, we may talk about it later. I have no idea, but uh, we went out uh, Saturday evening to meet up with some friends. And as we got out onto the Northeast Extension, I saw. We saw cars up on guardrails. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was uh, you know, because it was slushy and icy and people weren't quite, uh, they, it didn't look that bad. It, it, no, you're yeah. right. It did not look but, that and, bad. And I think it deceived a few people, but we saw accidents all over the place Saturday uh, night. Yeah, actually Saturday when the first round, there were two little, uh, you know, semi-storms, and then there was a, a space in between. During the first one, a SEPTA bus in Mount Airy coming down a hill. Oh, this, this hill is essential because, you know, there's a bridge closure, and this is the detour. Yeah. Turned almost completely sideways. Oh, believe it. And it's like there's nowhere to go. Yeah, so yeah. It, uh, it got a little dicey, but it didn't last too long. No. Which is, no. Uh, great. Uh, so, anyhow, hopefully you avoided any issues over the weekend for that. All right. Uh, nonetheless, it's uh, business as usual anyway. On a Monday morning, new Word of the Week prize. We have six-pack pit tickets for the MMRBQ 2020. You can get the details at WMMR.com. So, it's six tickets. Right there in the pit, right in the heat of it all. Uh, so we'll start the letter at the end of today's program and continue on into the end of the week. We'll do a stupid question and all that good stuff. I do have a, a question. Yes. We, we, we do have a save the date for the Cardboard Classic, right? Yeah. We then, just yeah. haven't revealed all the details as of yeah, yet. Registration, all of that stuff is going to be available, I think, this week. Uh, so they wanted to get past the first day off. But uh, the date itself has been announced, and it's the first Friday in March. Yeah. Uh, so people wanted to make sure that they could make plans, take the day off if they wanted to, get hotels, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of inquiries about it, and, I, and we, we haven't put the full promotional force behind it yet. But it's always that first Friday in March. So those who are curious, yeah, it's it's on. March we just got to get the details. I'm sorry. March 6th March is that the date. 6th is the date. 6th. 6th. All right, so we're all set. Let's uh, take a quick break. Come back in a second. We'll see what the entertainment roundup brings. And like I said, super question and a prize. So we'll be right back after these. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. 
Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve Show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic. And visit jfbb.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so let's see. We're going to do the stupid question this morning, and I just realized I should have come up with a Martin Luther King Jr. question, and because it is Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Day, and I was sifting through my cards here looking for a question. I'm like, you idiot. You should ask something. Do you want to improv one quickly? Yeah. Let's All see right. if we can come up with one. Hmm. What's one um, we haven't asked before? Do you want to ask uh, the date of the speech by any chance? Do you know the answer? Google it. We have interns that can Google that for us. All right. We've got Google. Listen carefully because this is what you're going to want to Google when we present. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, no. Here here we go. All right. All right. What what well-known U2 song pays tribute to Martin Luther King Jr.? There you go. 215-263-W1. W1. W1. (laughs) WMMR. I was going to say, uh, I'm sure that we will be playing that song uh, through the course of uh, sure. today. So let's see if you happen to know. Or the, W1, our DJ will play. W1. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. What uh, what U2 song pays tribute to the one and only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, Monday, January 20th. Uh, we have a number of musicians celebrating birthdays today. We'll start with Rob Borden, who's a drummer from the band Lincoln Park. Uh, he is 41 years old today. Uh, we also have Ian Hill, the bassist for Judas Priest, who is 68 today. They were uh, not let into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as of yet. Kind of a mind death. Yeah, I think somebody... uh, at this point, Judas Priest should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I did not get a chance to read the article Bill Weston sent it over about uh, uh, the Rock Hall's issue with heavy metal music. And it, it oh, there's a, there's a there's a bias, a real bias. Think about it. I yeah. mean, especially when hip hop artists are getting in. No, you're right. And heavy metal artists are not getting in. So it's a it's just a matter of time. It's eventually. Listen, they're going to start running low on people that they can induct into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you're going to start seeing acts like Judas Priest and uh, you know all all the biggies, all all the big metal acts that are going to be making. No, their way you're into right. There your, eventually. Your point from last week though is is. Um, well taken. That uh, you got to do it. People pass away. You know yeah. things happen. Yeah. Don't wait till it's too yeah. late. Uh, so Ian Hill is sixty-eight today. Uh, Paul Stanley hey. of Kiss is also celebrating his sixty-eighth birthday today. What song is this? I was made for love and you, oh baby. My God, probably <laughs> the worst song. selection you could make. Yeah. <laughs> this Even is when though- we didn't have our makeup on. Even though uh, that this song was kind of panned, I like this. Yeah, I like this song. But uh, I play this in the coupe, Preston. But it had more of a a disco beat to it, so people were like, "What? This is not the Kiss that I know." No. All right, but anyhow, uh, Paul Stanley. (laughs) There you go, Detroit Rock City. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Gene singing? Uh, so Paul, 68. Then you have actor Rain Wilson, ah. uh, who turns 54 years Talented. old Talented. Mm-hmm. If all he ever was was Dwight Schrute on uh, The Office, that'd be enough. Uh, it also says he was on Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was uh, He was an alien, I believe. Okay. Uh, celebrating his 54th birthday today. And by the way, I mean, so Office has had a major, major resurgence on, um, on Netflix. Yeah. 
And my uh, daughter is uh, one of those people who's a huge fan now. Um, she was telling me that there's like an off-Broadway office show that's, uh, or, or, yeah, I guess it's a show, right? Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Okay. Does she want to go see it, I guess? Oh, of course she does. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, actor Evan Peters, and he was in a couple of the X-Men movies. He played Quicksilver, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Stole the movie in that with uh, his scene. Very talented. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse as well, and uh, American Horror Story and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, in fact, a, um, a show that they're shooting in Philadelphia that he is a, a part of as yeah, well. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I think it's an HBO program. Uh, but anyhow, he's uh, 33 years old today. Bill Maher, the uh, Real Time with Bill Maher host, is uh, 64. Uh, you also have uh, Buzz Aldrin, American hero, second man on the moon, celebrating his 90th birthday Jeez. today. Oh what a life. A, an incredible life. Yeah. And, and a badass to boot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough of that footage of that um, conspiracy nut accosting him, I guess, outside a hotel, <laughs> swearing that we have not landed on the moon, and Aldrin just... Hauls off and clocks him. He's earned that. Yeah. He can do it. He was in his face. He wouldn't leave him alone. Yep, yep. So uh, Buzz is 90 today. Uh, David Lynch, the director, writer, and producer of a bunch of twisted and awesome movies. Yeah. He's, he's what you call a visionary. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we've said Eraserhead is a movie that is like the worst nightmare you've ever had. Eraserhead leaves me feeling very uneasy, which is its intent, I believe. Yeah, and then you have something as compassionate as Elephant Man and yeah. as intriguing and amazingly visualized as Dune, yes. Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah, all that stuff is great. Yeah, Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Yeah, some very wild <laughs> stuff, man. But you gotta be... You got to be in the right mood. It's not a party movie to watch some of that stuff. Yeah, uh, and and the film Eraserhead, uh, the city of Philadelphia inspired him to write that. Yes, that movie. That sort of claustrophobic, that machine sound, all of that stuff meant to annoy you. Yep, that's what he got from he, Philadelphia. He got from living here in Philadelphia. Uh, he is celebrating his 74th birthday today. You ever see his interview with Eddie Vedder? No. David Lynch? It's uh, it's bizarre. It's um, gotta be. But he's a fan, and Eddie's a fan of his, uh, but Steve, it, like, it, it probably would drive you nuts because the the pentameter of both of those guys... Yeah, I'm sure. Not fast. Well, David Lynch is up like this. Yeah, yeah. He's like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we also have other birthdays. Melissa Rivers, uh, ah. daughter of Joan Rivers. I just saw her on something. She, I think she's doing the QVC route, too. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it, man. I mean, she'd be perfect to, to take that... Uh, uh, that and run with Her it. mom ran with it like crazy. She, she was when did Joan die? Huge success. Uh, four years ago? Yeah, four or five years ago. I and think. was it that short ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's uh, 52, Missy. Uh, uh, then we have uh, some local birthdays uh, to mention. Quest Love. Oh! Amir Thompson is his uh, birth name. Celebrating his 49th birthday today. Of course, the lead of the roots. I love the fact that the drummer is the lead of the band. It's so rare; it never ever happens. We're, us percussionists are going to hold on to that and hang it over everybody else's heads forever. Uh, and obviously, with uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon. Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, and you had a drum off with him, Preston. How cool was that? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Pretty and, special. And he's, he's a fan of uh, MMR. Yep, he went on and on about growing up in Philly and listening to MMR. So, forty-nine years old today. Happy birthday, Questlove. You should leave a pick in your hair too, Preston. You think I can yeah, be my signature as well? Big yeah. afro pick in your hair. Uh, then we have uh, Nick Foles, who is uh, 31 years old today. Forever a legend yep. in this city. Yeah. Most definitely. We'll never have to pay for a meal. 
That is true. Yeah. He can uh, eat for free for the rest of his life right here in the city of <laughs> Philadelphia. Foles, Nick Foles, table for two, please. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it could be table for 200. Yeah, 200. Yeah. And then, last birthday, Betsy McIlwain. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That's McIlwain. Oh! Nick's mom. A.K.A. Yeah. the Raisin Queen. I always forget that Marissa's mom and my mom have back-to-back birthdays. Marissa's mom, um, Marissa's mom was last week and my mom's today. But happy birthday, Betsy. Hey, what is the most common uh, mispronunciation of your last name? McIlwain? Uh, McIlwain probably, McElwain. yeah. But you know what's funny? When I pull into like parking lots and stuff, if my name may or may not be on, on the list or whatever, the one I've gotten recently a few times for I don't know where it's from, McAleen. <laughs> McAleen? McAleen? I love right. the way your name displays and comes up yeah. on my uh, on my Siri in the car, especially when I get a, if I get a call or a text from you, it's Still. Nick McWhat the F, but yeah. it's the full word. McElwain. Yeah. I like Casey's interpretations of your name. McElfarts. McElfarts is a good one. McElJizz is yeah. another one. Uh, Jackie calls me. Jackie Bam Bam just calls me McWayne. Which I McWayne. Yeah, 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 fine yeah. with that. That's cool. Uh, well, happy birthday, Betsy. Yeah, Yay! thank you. She has a lovely, lovely day today. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to this question. What famous is a really easy one. Uh, what is the U2 song that pays tribute to the one and only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we are going to go to Ralph. Hey, Ralph, good morning. <laughs> That's really good. That was terrific. A little Pierre impression. Well done, Ralph. Well done. So, uh, what is the song that we're speaking of? Pride. Yeah, it's called yeah. Pride. In the name of love is in parentheses, and uh, the official name of the song is Pride. What a fantastic song. So, Ralph Kukukachu, hang on. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see comedian Cal Penn, oh. uh, who's going to be performing Saturday, February 1st at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And tickets uh, go on sale now. You can click concerts at WMMR.com to get the complete information. Uh, the weekend box office number one was Bad Boys for Life. Made $59.3 million. It got some very good reviews. Actually, um, Frank Grillo's buddy, Joe Carnahan, who directed and wrote The Gray, yeah. he wrote the screenplay for oh. this. And there, a lot of people are saying it's it moves, it's paced well, it's funny, and so good for them. Yep, absolutely. Uh, then you have uh, Doolittle. Came in second and made $23 million. Yeah. Uh, cost hundreds of millions to make. $175 million, plus they got to do, like, equal that, if not more, for promotion. Mm-hmm. So we'll see A how bomb. that ends up doing. Then you had uh, 1917, followed Jumanji Next Level. Uh, Rise of Skywalker was fifth, followed by Just Mercy. Little Women, Knives Out, we so little. Like a Boss, and the top ten was rounded out with Frozen 2. So we'll start with the royal stuff because that's all over the place and plenty of information about it. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will no longer use Royal Highness titles and won't receive public money for their royal duties, Buckingham Palace revealed on Saturday. Did you hear their new names? No. Tango and Cash. Unbelievable. While not unique, right. uh, it rolls off the tongue. A lot so. of people feel it was sort of a backhanded insult uh, mm-hmm. that the Queen decreed that would be their new names, but mm-hmm. uh, they have to abide by that. Well, now. just like the movie, it's kind of confusing who's Tango and who's I Cash. I know, and the Queen meant it that way. Okay. She didn't mm-hmm. want it to be easy for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's more, the pair will pay back the money that they spent on renovations for Frogmore Cottage, which will remain their home in the UK. Uh, the repairs cost British taxpayers about $3.06 million, and they're going to pay that back, according to royal accounts. They're going to have to do extra chores, Kathy. Yeah, you think they're going to pay back, really? Uh, well, yes. They, they look, say they're going to. They're, they're, 
look at all their connections now. They're, you know, they're, they're, they, money's not going to be an issue for them, so they eventually will. Uh, I'll, I'll be curious to see how this plays out, though, in five, ten years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have also reportedly laid off much of their Frogmore staff as they prepare to spread across the globe. Staffers will join other royal households. I agree, Steve. I think I think eventually they will come back. They'll get their titles back. Yep. They'll, they'll, they'll resume their duties um, once she figures out what royal life is all about. Because even though they won't have these titles, and even though they won't be explicitly doing the uh, formal duties and so forth, they're still the royal family. They still are part of the royal family. And, and they're think, still good, people are still going to be fascinated with them. And I think, I think they just got killed with an onslaught of attention. Yeah. And some of it, some of it, you know, the the, the legendarily uh, aggressive British press, and also some of their own making as well. Yeah. But uh, I think once this subsides, uh, things might work out exactly the way the Queen wants it for Tango and Cash. <laughs> uh, Queen Elizabeth said in a statement, Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved members of my family. I recognize the challenges they've experienced as a result of intense scrutiny over the last two years and support their wish for a more independent life. The Queen said that she hopes that Harry and Meghan will be able to, quote, start building a happy and peaceful new life. I want to thank them for all their dedicated work across this country, the Commonwealth and beyond, and am particularly proud of how Megan has so quickly become one of the family. What the f***? Uh, despite <laughs> foregoing their use of public funds, the pair will reportedly still be supported financially by Prince Charles. Yes. So he's going to give them money. And they're also, they have a, a Goop satellite store that they're going to run. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very trendy and popular, so... This is a- the pulse of the egg, which apparently is a wonderful asset to your vagina. <laughs> He's actually selling this oh, yeah, stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. a big... I thought maybe like management or something. No, it's but, a feather okay. in the cap to get him out in front of the sure. counter. Yeah. Sure. I would imagine. Imagine you <laughs> step I'd... up to buy your vagina egg. And Couldn't it's... help but notice you were looking at the vaginal eggs. <laughs> My... Prince Harry? Yes. Yes, in fact, I am. I'm just browsing. Uh, for, for, for purposes, just refer to me as cash. Uh, <laughs> uh, and on Sunday, uh, Harry attended an event for supporters of his uh, Sentable Charity, an organization that helps uh, that aims to help the health of children with HIV. Uh, he referenced his decision saying, in part... It brings me great sadness that it has come to this. The decision that I've made for my wife and I to step back uh, is not one that I made lightly. It was so many months of talks after so many years of challenges, and I know I've always gotten it right. But as far as this goes, there really was no other option. What I want to make clear is that we're not walking away, and we certainly aren't walking away from you. No way! (laughs) Uh, He said our hope was to continue serving the Queen, the Commonwealth, and my military associations, but without public funding. Unfortunately, that was impossible. I've accepted this knowing that it doesn't change who I am or how committed I am, but I hope that uh, uh, that helps you understand what it had come to, uh, that I would step back, my family back from all that I've ever known to take a step forward in what I hope can be a more peaceful life. This is what I have been come to know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile, Megan. <laughs> meanwhile, Megan is reportedly looking for new digs in one of. I just thought of something. Right. <laughs> the King's speech with me. Didn't you rip on I that did, one? Yeah, time? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Okay, that's why. Is this not what I have been come to know to have? <laughs> it's just some sort of improv. We're going to have to work on that. For example, you should have an actual subject of the sentence. <laughs> 
And the, the predicate should in some way relate to that subject. Preston's speech. Uh, meanwhile, Megan is reportedly looking for new digs. The Nazis have been coming to know now. <laughs> <laughs> or as, they, as Churchill used to say, Nazis. <laughs> really? Yes. The Nazis. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Megan is reportedly looking for new digs in one of Canada's toniest neighborhoods. Everyone here is named Tony. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, Tony! <laughs> I wasn't familiar with the term Toniest. Uh, trendy. Uh, sure, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I figured yeah, it means, yeah. but I never heard yeah. Toniest. Hey! Hey, Tony! Hey, My name's Tony. Tony. This is little Tony. This is Anthony. Looking good, Tony! <laughs> this is Antonella. Anthony. Ant. Anthony Jr. Anthony Sr. T. Anthony the fourth. Anthony the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Uh, she's allegedly eyeing, listen to this, a $27 million waterfront pro- property in Vancouver. 27 mil? Yeah, listen to this. Because they just want to be regular people and yeah. they get off their backs. She made a lot of money in that deal or no deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the 108-year-old four-level, 6,900-square-foot property, four levels in, a, and, uh, in Vancouver in their uh, Kitsilano neighborhood with views of the Pacific Ocean and the Vancouver skyline. It features six bedrooms, five bathrooms, and 20 feet of beachside walls. You know, Vancouver is gorgeous, by the way. I love it. It's yeah. a beautiful oh city. Oh, God. But if you're looking to get as far away from England, yeah. they're on the west coast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought they might be on the eastern side of Canada. Yeah, it's about as far away right, as you right. can get. Yeah, and, and move to the Aleutians. Yeah, but it is, uh, it's, it's a stunning city, and I only... We just flew into there and then drove up to Whistler, so I didn't really get to explore Vancouver. I would really like to go back there someday. We vacationed there. That was the first step in that in that uh, British Columbia vacation that my wife and I took, and then we went up to Whistler, Preston, which was gorgeous, and, yeah. and all that whole area is just yeah. a pristine, gorgeous city. Uh, she and eight-month-old Archie are hanging in Canada while Harry wraps up things in the U.K. Their arrangements and agreements will reportedly be reviewed in a year. God, I would love it if they had another kid named Jughead. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be perfect? <laughs> I mean, now they can if they're really sort of disconnecting yeah. from the royal family. Jughead, big Ethel, Just get them all in there. Uh, and this is Dondi. Twelve jurors are set. For Harvey Weinstein's rape trial, wow. so they, they've chosen the jury, uh, and they've they've broken down the. Uh, there are uh, it's a mix of men and women. Obviously, the jurors are employed in banking, accounting, tech, and security, and at least one has school aged kids. And one is a ventriloquist who has been allowed to speak through the dummy. That'd be awfully nice of them to allow that. Uh, on Friday, the defense made a last ditch effort to have the jury selection closed to the media. Uh, Arthur Adala argued in part that there's been much more publicity today and articles that have come out about this case. I know the court has been admonishing jurors to not look at anything, but we know some jurors have been ignoring that. Uh, Judge James Burke responded tartly, saying your appreciate your application is denied. Nothing you said makes logical sense to me. Wow. Uh, <laughs> one prospective juror is facing 30 days in jail after posting a pic of his summons on Twitter. We talked about that last week. He's set to return to court in March. Weinstein's team also alleged that the jury pool has been infiltrated with what they call steel jurors. Steel spelled S-T-E-A-L. Oh, not robots. No. Uh, who lied during the... Innocent. Innocent. He said who lied during the selection process, claiming they could be impartial when they actually had secret uh, prejudices, according to reports. Uh How do you find that out? There's no way you can. That's what makes this whole process so ridiculously uh, time-consuming. I'm surprised they got it done this this amount of time. Yeah. 
Uh, this was the defense's fourth attempt to get a sequestered jury. Uh, 67-year-old Weinstein has been charged with five counts of sexual assault and rape in New York, and he has pleaded not guilty, of course. So, Korean thriller Parasite yes. made history at the 26th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards last night, becoming the first foreign language film to win Best Motion Picture Cast. How about that? And that's the, you know, that's the big the award. The ensemble, yeah. Yeah, Parasite is just the second foreign language film to score an ensemble nomination in the history of the SAG Awards following 1997's movie Life uh, Life is Beautiful. Yes. The Italian film. With the Gene, who is, who is it? Uh, the Roberto, Roberto Benigni. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in another streaming stride, Netflix's The Crown nabbed Best TV Drama. And Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel took home Best TV Comedy. I actually watched both of those shows. I can't Aww. believe it. Did anybody watch Parasite? I've not seen it, no. I've heard good things about it. I will open <laughs> the first. It, 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 I understand it to be more of a more of a sort of a, of a comedy, that it has more of a comedic uh, edge Well, to I it. watched, like, the beginning of it. There was, I mean, at least in the beginning, there was no comedy to it. But, um... Not that I got bored, but I was like, I can't with the, I can't, like, you have to really pay attention. There needs to be nothing else going on to read. It's all, yeah, yeah, the whole movie. Nick Murphy loved it. He loved the movie. I mean, listen, it was good. And I was like, but, you know, I could hear Jace playing upstairs. I'm like, I got to, like, sit down and watch this when no one's around. I have gotten so used to using subtitles now because of my lousy hearing. Oh, really? Yeah, I use subtitles on everything. Oh, no way. Uh, So So you're used to it. I'm used to it. It's no big deal now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any I've, issue I've, with it. I've never had a big deal, uh, you know, with, with movie. If it's a movie, but you, you, you can't look away from the no, screen. No, you can't look yeah. away. That's yeah. Yeah. I, and but I would nor, stop nor should it. you. Yeah, like, yeah. Jace was calling my name, and then I'd have to stop. I'd have to go back because I missed something that somebody said. Well, yeah. the director's a really talented director. He did a movie that I love called The Host, which which is a flat-out monster movie. But, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I, I want to check out the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so they did uh, very, very well last night. Um in a repeat of the Golden Globes, uh, Renee Zellweger uh, and Joaquin Phoenix had uh, won for their leading film roles, while Peter Dinklage and Jennifer Aniston surprised with their drama series victory. So he won for Game of Thrones and she won for The Morning Show. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge won for Fleabag and Tony Shalhoub for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They got trophies for uh, the comedy series categories. Tony Shalhoub is so great in Maisel. He's awesome. He's fantastic. He's and I just started watching Fleabag. Uh, okay. What do you think? Ca- it's funny. It's funny, it's isn't really it? It's really funny. It's I mean, clever. It's, and it's, it's wrong. It's in, totally in every, wrong. In every possible way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's a character that you could easily dislike, but you can't help liking her. And she's uh, she's super cute. Yeah, she's yeah, got yeah, a great yeah, deliver yeah. Uh, delivery. I love it. By the way, this was pretty cool. Joaquin Phoenix, you know, won for Joker, and yeah. he gave a nice shout out to Heath Ledger. I'm the- better than you. No, he didn't say oh. that at all. He said, "I'm really standing here on the shoulders of oh. my favorite actor, Heath Ledger." That's pretty damn cool. We were acknowledging that you know that this is a, a case where an actor's he very well if he wins the Oscar. Yeah. That's going to be, you know, again for the same character. I wonder yeah. in Oscar history how many times that's occurred. Yeah, good question. Uh, by the way, we have a clip of Brad Pitt, I believe, from uh, last night. Case, can you pull that up? Yep. He was up for uh, Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and uh, he had a nice little moment. Uh, here is the clip. Here we go. Let's be honest. It was a difficult part. A guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and doesn't get on with his wife. <laughs> and at that point, they showed a shot of Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> right, she was she was in the audience. Grinning. It was a big stretch. 
big. <laughs> uh, so he won for that. Also, Best Supporting Actress went to Laura Dern for Marriage Story. I finally watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over the weekend and loved it. Um, yeah. And have you seen it, Preston? No, I have not. I've uh, got to see yeah, it. Uh, if you like Inglorious Bastards, I mean, if you like any Tarantino movie, it's great. Um, I'm really curious as to... Uh, because they show the, the production value on it is through the roof. They they spent a lot of time in L.A. in the late '60s, early seven, um, maybe '70s. Maybe 70s. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and um, they show a lot of places. Um, and, and I'm wondering uh, how many of those places are still around because Tarantino spent a lot of time in, with these exteriors of spots right. as they looked in 1969, and, and they look... Um, I, I'm wondering if he, if he got that uh, footage today, you know, in it was, present day. He, yeah, well, some, and some of it has been restored from... There's, there right. happens to be a ton of footage of that time that, that is in good shape, so uh, I think it was a combination of both from what I understand. Uh, so a few other stories. Rebel Wilson is focused on getting healthy, and part of that includes getting serious about fitness. The 39-year-old comedian debuted a toned-up figure on Instagram. Uh, she also posted a video of herself doing a CrossFit exercise with her trainer, Jono Castano, uh, then retweeted, and he uploaded a shot of himself and Wilson. He wrote, Friday vibes, but Rebel Wilson has been putting in the yards seven days a week. Proud of you, girl. So how how much weight has she lost? Not a whole lot. It doesn't look like she doesn't. You don't look at her and all of a sudden go, "Oh my god!" Right. Uh, but she has. She's trimmed up a little bit, so she's uh, she's on the right path. She's trying to uh, you know get a little bit more healthy. She is uh, dedicated twenty twenty to health, telling followers that she's t- determined to make over her life in ways big and small. Uh, she wrote earlier this year on social, "I put on the athleisure." And went out for a walk, deliberately hydrating on the couch right now and trying to avoid the sugar and junk food, which is going to be hard after the holidays. I've just had, uh, but I'm going to do it. She looks good. You know, I I was thinking about this because the, um, you know, Dan Folger, 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 whatever he goes by, he's, Mm -hmm. uh, he's, um, He's in the Harry Potter. He's in the the uh, Heavenly Beasts. George was the two movies. The the, the newer Harry. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, Bogler, right? Bogler. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he in Walking uh, Dead. He was also he was in, in Walking Dead, and he was in uh, the, the 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 Star Wars fanboys. God damn it, fanboys, fanboys, fanboys. Yeah. which is yeah. Adam, Adam Goldberg wrote. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. So he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if they're making a third movie. If he how he goes back and plays that character yeah, that he plays in the in those two movies, it's in pre production. Steve, Fantastic yeah. Beast uh, number three is going to come out next year because he's going to look dramatically different. They do a spell on him. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Oh. Antias Lardano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he um yeah because he showed up in The Walking Dead, and I have an issue where you have overweight people in that show because it is so they far should be into, starving. Yeah, yeah. It's so far into the zombie apocalypse, it's like. Eh. How come you're not losing any weight over there? Like, what, what are you hiding over there, kid? Well, it's like they, they got to that town where they were cannibalizing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just humans in general. Right. Yeah. Oh, we got enough food. All right, so she's trying to lose weight. So uh, Yay! Uh, good luck to her and her uh, mission. Martha Stewart is sniffing at Gwyneth Paltrow's latest goop launch. While appearing on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, she shared shared her thoughts on Paltrow's sold-out $75, This Smells Like My Vagina Candle. Uh-huh. Martha said, I'm sure it's sold out. She does that kind of irritating, and then she paused and says she's trying to zhup up the public to listen to her. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's great. It's Shup, I, there it is. Well, it's, it's spelled Z-H-U-Z-H. Zhush. Zhush up I the don't public. Know. I don't know that word. Uh, She said, uh, let her do her thing. 
And then Stuart continued sharing her thoughts on the popularity of the This Smells Like My Vagina candle. She said, I think it's a lot of guys who are horny. <laughs> I don't think so. No. The, the, what the smell was described as is nothing that would, I think, remind you of a vagina. No. Yeah, I'm plenty horny, but I don't need a candle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and let me ask you, does, does Gwyneth take each candle and, and make sure that it's covered in her scent? I don't know. Light the vagina candle, please, darling. <laughs> Let's light this vagina candle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the <laughs> right stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Bella and Gigi Hadid kicked off Fashion Week 2020 on Saturday by twinning oh! in oatmeal-colored dresses. I love when twins wear similar clothing. For the Jacquemus menswear fall, winter 2020, 2021 Did you say in Paris. Did uh, Festival? The Jacquemus the Festival. Wait, are they twins? Or they're just sisters, right? No, they're, they're just, sisters. Yeah, okay. But they were twinning in their They were outfits. twins. Twinning. Got it. Yeah. Oh. And it was, and listen, I said it, and they fall in their fall, winter, 2020, 2021 I show <laughs> in Paris. All right. Uh, Gigi has had a busy week. Uh, oh, having, she must have had a very busy week. Well, she was just dismissed as a juror in the Harvey Weinstein trial. Okay. Remember? All right. So she did have a bit of a busy week. And she ate a sandwich. Which could be quite. <laughs> I don't know. Before the laborious. runway, I'm thinking maybe not. Well, it was yeah, Tuesday, right. Kat. So she <laughs> yeah, the day after, she had half a sandwich yeah. and a water. Yeah, they're both real thin, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden recently revealed the birth of their daughter, Radix, and now more details are emerging. Uh, their daughter's full name is Radix Chloe Wildflower Madden. I do like the name Radix because Rad is the yeah, short version cool. of that. Uh, she was born on December 30th, and it was at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Uh, 47-year-old actors revealed Radix's birth on January 3rd, but said she was keeping all else under wraps to protect her Privacy. Radix makes me think of Radisson, which, uh, you know, uh, should we start naming our kids after hotels? That might be kind of cool. The Radisson. This is uh, Marriott. Actress Norma Michaels, who starred in King of Queens and Modern Family, has passed away. Uh, she was 95 years old. The name doesn't ring a bell, but I'm sure I'd recognize yeah, it. Yeah, I'll give you a few of the uh, characters. She actually started on the Jack Benny program. Oh, my God. Uh, she rose to fame there, left acting to pursue a career as a therapist. She returned to acting in 1987. She starred as Mrs. Belker in Highway to Heaven. Oh. She's most beloved for her roles as Josephine on King of Queens and Helen on Modern Family. Other credits include Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Lizzie McGuire, Two Broke Girls, Everybody Loves Raymond, Days of Our Lives, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Easy A. So she worked late, time, in, yeah. late in her life. Uh, so she lived a full one, 95 years old. So sad to hear that. But she did live a full life. The Hollywood Reporter writes that Jojo Rabbit and Thor Ragnarok's director, uh, Taika Watiti, is being courted to direct a new Star Wars film. Following the most recent Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker installment, the franchise is going on pause. Uh, but it seems that the show may not be over yet. Uh, it's interesting because I, I watched Solo again over the weekend, you know, the uh, Han yeah. Solo prequel, which I think is good. Uh, yeah, but uh, there's, um, yeah, tap the brakes on a lot of these projects. Overkill. Yeah, I, like The Mandalorian pulled off a great one. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's a great addition to the universe, but it's like, it's too it's, much. It's part of the reason why I haven't watched The Mandalorian. Number one, I haven't gotten the streaming service yet, but I, I'm just like, I don't. Me, this is me speaking personally. Yes. I don't really need any more Star Wars in my life right yeah, now, and yeah. I know a lot of people are loving, loving the Mandalorian. But I've got to, I got to take a break on it. No, I hear you. Yeah. I was initially reticent, and then they got me. They got you. 
Uh, and then one last story. After seven years of success on HBO's Veep, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is signing a multi-overall uh, deal with Apple, uh, her first foray into the world of streaming. Uh, she will develop projects as a star and an executive producer. Uh, she has landed 11 Emmy Awards and nine SAGs over the course of her career. So she's uh, continuing. Continue. How's her health? Uh, I don't know. I think she's good, right? From what I understand, yeah, yeah she's cancer-free, and, and uh, so as of now, everything seems to be, you know, looking good. Uh, we're ready for clips. Viewers are invited to follow the daily lives of WWE superstars Mike and Maurice Mizanin. The Miz. Mizanin in The Miz and The Misses. I just don't know him uh, as That's The Miz. That's all I know him as, yeah. In this clip, Mike... Uh, Mizzen... Just <laughs> Mizzenin. It's Mizzenin. Uh, discusses why the couple decided to move to Austin, Texas. There was a couple reasons. One was in Los Angeles, people started finding out where we lived. And once they found out where we lived, they knew that when we're on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, it's live. They know exactly where we're at. So our house kept getting attempted robberies. And so it was more of a safety concern. Shut the f- that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the, now do a, a reality show where you show where they are. Uh, season two of Ms. and Mrs. premieres uh, tomorrow at 10 p.m. on USA. Here's the next clip. The real-life story, uh, Vietnam uh, War veteran William H. Uh, Pitsenbarger is depicted in the all-star film The Last Full Measure. In this clip, producer and star Travis Aaron Wade talks about a previous project helped him prepare for working with this ensemble cast. Well, I did a I did a film called The Forger with um, Chris Bummer before, and it was Chris and John Travolta and a handful of other incredible actors. That kind of prepared me for this. If I would have done, if I would have done anything other than that into this, I probably would have been a little bit overwhelmed. Hey, <laughs> sounds cool. The last full measure opens in theaters this Friday. By the way. There you go. That's your entertainment report this morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's take a break and come back in a moment and uh, see what kind of trouble we can get into, all of us together, in one big party. Uh, so stay put. We will be back in a second or two, my friend. you got to be kidding. It's MMR's. <laughs> Money contest. Just won a thousand bucks, huh? Yeah, I did, man. You are shot at a thousand dollars cash five times every weekday. Are you serious? Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword. One random entry wins a thousand bucks in cash every time. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. MMR's Easy Money. Ryan, congratulations. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much, sir. MMR Rock. You won a thousand dollars. Complete contest rules at WMMR.com. 93-3-W-M-M-R-Everything-that-rocks-baby-Fantastic-Man-I-love-W-M-M-R-Powered-by-Meineke-Total-Car-Care-Since-1972-So-Nick-I-saw-that-you-posted-a-picture-on-Instag
uh, snowy out, so uh, yeah, bought my new car. Brand new car. Brand new car. And then what happened? So, uh, <laughs> great day on Saturday. Uh, very positive experience with Ryan and everybody at Piazza Subaru. Shout out to Dan and Mike. Uh, and then uh, I, I go home and I go about my day on Saturday. Get up and um, go to breakfast on Sunday morning. And I don't know what happened, but in between the time that I parked the car on Saturday night and the time that I got up on Sunday morning, a crack appeared in the windshield. I'd had the car for less than 24 hours. I don't know. It was really windy on Saturday night. So, you know, the storm kind of came through. The wind probably broke it. Well, I don't know. Like a piece of ice. I I don't know what happened. I bet you ice or something. Were you you under a tree by any chance? I was uh, parked in the driveway. I didn't park in the garage. Ice could have slid off. Maybe off the roof or something. You know, off the house roof or whatever. uh, Steve, I really have no idea what happened. And then it would have melted. That's why the mob uses ice uh, You know, the picks made of ice. Yeah, they melt and it destroys the evidence. So, but it just goes to the the story of I I bought this brand new thing, and just immediately something happened. I, honestly, something happened right away. When I looked at it, I laughed. I, I wasn't even uh, uh, that annoyed or that pissed off about it because I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like yeah. I've had this car for less than twenty four hours, and now I got to get the windshield replaced. And listen, it, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, who cares? It's fine. I can replace a windshield. Sure. I just <laughs> couldn't believe I that just I just got it. I just got. Yeah, it's all shiny and pretty and clean and everything, and now there's a bent. You want that windshield. that pristine yeah. sort of at least that that grace period where right? I'm like, look at it. Yeah, did it's you a, you're, on a, you're on a high. You're on a high. Uh, that's yeah. high. When, when you when you get that brand new whatever it is, you're on a high, yep. and any little thing that can happen like that's like. Uh, are you serious? Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, electronics are notorious for that. <laughs> Dropping electronics. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I had a uh, uh, the second iPhone. Look at this. Fell out of my hands and crack, <laughs> cracked oh, the screen. Man. <laughs> yeah, yep. Nick, did you buy the uh, the insurance? Because I, I bought, like, windshield insurance when I got, I got my car. Yeah, I got uh, a whole bunch of comprehensive uh, warranty plans and okay. the tire thing and, and all of it. So, uh, listen, I'm sure that it'll get fixed quickly. Um, <laughs> and, and everybody at Piazza's been great. I texted Ryan right away and let him know. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll take care of it. Can't you return it? Like, it's been less than 24 hours. Can the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I changed yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send it back. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but but that's uh, that's my motto, which is, you know, when something like that happens is, of course. Of course Those of course. two words. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I bought my first car on May 1st, 2000. I'll never forget the day because uh, I scratched the mirror on it the day I bought it uh, on a drive-thru <laughs> at Burger King. Uh, so you pulled I wanted, in too tight? I, I pulled in too tight. I was like. Yeah, I was oh like, you've God. got to be kidding me. And I was all I was actually almost relieved because you know I'm like, you got okay, it out of the way. Got it out of the way. Yeah. I got it out of the way. Oh. I'm like, okay, this is good. But the day of. The yeah. day of a brand new car. We were in fact I was going to one of our events. It was it was going to be a I think it was a mixer at Cavanaugh's. And you know that that lot where you go in to park and you go, you know, they have the little toll areas there that you pull into that lot right adjacent to where where Kavanaugh's is. I'm going through, and I it's at such an obtuse angle, I can't reach the machine to get the thing. I open up the door, clunk, no, there's, no. there's a dent in the door. <laughs> God damn it. And it's funny how something like that, it, it just, it, it mocks you. <laughs> what, whatever that thing is, and I'll explain, right. because I I got a brand new car, and I was hanging my Easy Pass, okay, <laughs> up on the, right, uh, yeah. up on the windshield, and I guess the, the little sticky part didn't hold well, and it falls, and the uh, uh, 
This is kind of hard to explain. You know how, like, on uh, 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 Velcro, there's a soft side and a rough side. Yes. So the rough side came down, and you're going to think this is so first world, it's (laughs) pathetic. But there's part of the leather finish, okay? And it it scuffed it and put a little hole in it. All right. And it fell down on your stock portfolio. But listen, this is brand new. I mean, I just got the car. I've had the car for, like, five years now. Right. And that little hole... I see it every day, Hi, Preston. and it Hi. mocks me. Uh-huh. Do you remember when this happened, Preston? You used to have a perfect vehicle, and then it happened immediately. You're not meant to have good things. But here's the thing. You know, I've had the car for five years, so there's dings, there's scrapes, there's marks all over the car now. But that one, That's the one. little mark. You shouldn't have good things. From the first week that I owned it, still stares at me and goes, you idiot. This is your fault. Oh, <laughs> well, you know me and my, my figures. So, my, so I, you know, my Batman stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, my big Ben Affleck. Again, Preston, this is a first world problem. As people are st- yeah, trust me, uh, it's not lost on me. Yeah, yeah, but I've been waiting for this thing. I ordered them like a year in yeah, advance. Yeah. My brother said my brother-in-law sets up this 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 you know the shelf that looks like a corner of a building in Gotham. It's up in Aww. he installs it in my room, and I'm I'm putting it up there, and I'm like I can feel the excitement, and the uh, Batman's head. Uh, which is a magnetically attached, <laughs> falls over, and it cracks. And I'm like, and, and, and my brother-in-law, John, said, I was half thinking of running to the car and, and leaving because I knew you were going to detonate. <laughs> and and, 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 I, and I, I didn't, but, I, I, but it's like I had had that thing for less than six hours. Yeah. And uh, and it cracked. Fortunately, it was one of those cracks that was so perfect that I could just, you know, crazy glue it. But every time I go in there, I go, you're not as perfect as you uh-huh, used to uh-huh. be. And Steve, when that happened, it would have been so great if you guys, you and Claire were like entertaining and have had yeah. friends over. And then Claire comes down and goes, uh, everyone has to leave. I'm sorry. you Please leave now. Please leave now. Take the children quickly. <laughs> leave. I'm going to go to some calls. Uh, I have yes. Jessica. Hi, Jessica. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? So, Jessica, you got something brand new, and and it looks like it was probably pretty pricey, right? A ridiculously expensive purse that I was over the moon for. Mm -hmm. And a family member was also gracious around Christmas time to make meatloaf for us. And I had offered to pick it up because meatloaf is my favorite. And I was so excited having the best week ever, Christmas (laughs) week. Little did I know that this meatloaf, as I was carrying it inside the house, was dripping oil all (laughs) over me and all over the suede of this stupid expensive purse. Inside the purse, my coat, my jeans, inside my shoes. It was like, (laughs) I couldn't have, it was a horror movie to me. I literally shed tears because I'm like, I never get anything this nice. Here I am. And then meatloaf juice. (laughs) Effing meatloaf. And Jessica, don't you feel like. The universe is telling you, shame on you for wanting material things. Exactly. Shame on you and for I'll wanting meatloaf again. Right. <laughs> there there are people in this world who would who would just die for just a, a piece of this meatloaf and look at you with all this meatloaf. Was it completely destroyed, the purse? So I took it back to the store. I, I literally called the corporate office and everything because I was so heartbroken. And they were like, hmm. 
sorry. There's nothing we can do about this. Oh. You don't have any oh, sort yeah. of meatloaf policy? <laughs> you don't have any meatloaf insurance? What kind of company is this? That's terrible. Yeah, it's tough because it's on you. And I, I, I can, I can, I understand being... Have you come close, Preston, to, to welling up when you see something, you know, and you feel like such an idiot. There's no there's no way out of it just then just to say, I feel like an idiot, but when this broke, uh, well, it sucked. The saddest part about this now is how Jessica feels about meatloaf. Yeah. Meatloaf, meatloaf, double meatloaf. I hate meatloaf. They ruined meatloaf Absolutely. for her. Were most favorite things of all, but yeah, of course, I've been like, oh no. What about golf clubs and stuff like that? I mean, nothing brand new. I mean, I have out of frustration, I broke a golf club one time, and I was like, you are a moron. You just did that, didn't you? Now you got to buy a new one. Don't yeah, you? yeah. Steve. Uh, speaking of which, uh, a friend of mine lives down in Fort Myers, Florida, right. and he was down um, at spring training last year. Now listen, he this guy he owns a Cadillac dealership, right? Yeah. He's not he's not hurting for money at all. I'm talking to him about golf and he's like, "Yeah, you know, and, he, and he's got all of this really expensive golf equipment." <laughs> so he sends me a, his driver that, you know, he's like, "I only used it like twice." Right. The first time I hit it, I shattered the the <laughs> shaft of this driver. It just the the the, dry, the club head went flying like a good seventy five <laughs> yards down the. Uh, hey, yeah. impressive! Yeah, but nice shot. I crushed yeah. it. But I was like, "Oh man, I, the, I can't have nice things." I can't have nice things. But the worst thing is, it's brand new. You just yes. get this. Nick just got a brand new car, and boom, broken windshield. Do you remember? Do you remember? At, it was. It happened twice. Uh, when it was Preston, Marilyn, and Steve, this is you know the uh, when the uh, digital the PDAs and like yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, Palm I, Pilots and Palm Pilots yeah, yeah, so yeah. I had whatever the 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 competitor was I yeah. just got it sat it down on the counter next to Marilyn she knocked her coffee on it. oh Jesus <laughs> I mean like oh, God. the day before I go back oh. fortunately I bought the replacement policy oh good bring it back. Two days later, I knock my coffee oh, over. Yeah. No. Like, I am not meant to have it. Steve, I, I just remembered that you got not the current car that you have, the one that you had before this car. Right. Uh, you had had it for a day. <laughs> And uh, it was you bought it in the winter, and I was driving to work in my old car. Oh yeah, um, and uh, it, would, it was really icy in the parking lot, and I parked behind you, and I like I kept slamming on the brakes. I came within an inch of hitting your car, and I like my life was flashing through. You know, you had had the car for a day. I almost rear-ended you. I'm so grateful that oh, I was I, able to stop. Trust me, though, there, many is the time. Actually, a couple of times I came out. I had a, a, a new car. Uh, I came out in the dark. I told you this story. The car was black. I'm like, uh, it was in the summer. I go to lower the window on the driver's side, and and there's. I suddenly realized there's no window there, and somebody had careened into. I had this car for just a couple of days, brand new. I had uh, we had bought a new refrigerator. This was years ago, and it was uh, stainless steel, beautiful, shiny, looks great. We put it in this place. We got a new fridge. Refrigerator is one of those things you're kind of proud of when you get it in. I got a refrigerator. I can keep my food cold. It's well, it's brand new. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is a badass, you know. So it's awesome. And this was back in my full-on 
Krav Maga training yeah, yeah. days, mm-hmm. and you guys remember how I would go around punching things all yep. the time. <laughs> Shadowbox, Shadowbox sure. everywhere you went. Shadowbox and everywhere I went. So, about it and everything. so the uh, the fridge looked pretty good to me, and uh, I was just throwing you know like yeah. a light jab at it just for fun at the refrigerator. <laughs> I just put a dent right put in that thing, in your right in a brand new refrigerator. Oh man, we looked at that thing for four or five years, mm-hmm. and just you and know, it just taunts you, always there, it just looking yeah. at you. It's the first thing you notice when you look at the. May I ask you, did mm-hmm. that refrigerator ever act up again? Not one. Not time. one time. No. Mm-hmm. Put it in its place. Yep. I bought a um, pair of Air Jordan Retro Four Flynets. Uh, I got them specifically for my uh, the Sixer season. Yeah. Couldn't wait to wear them. <laughs> Wore them the one game with Chuck, and they were perfect. Second game, I took my son to him. He dropped chickies and pizza cheese oh, on him. Oh my god! Cheese. Oh, now it wasn't like it was like it wasn't like a huge glop, but it was enough where I was like, I go. <laughs> You did this. You did this. And, like, he did it in front of people, so, like, I couldn't. Really? I should have worn a condom. Uh, let me go to Matt. You are on the air, Matt. Good morning. Morning, everyone. Hey, what's up, buddy? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Ah, excellent. Welcome, sir. What did uh, what was brand new and uh, and oh, got wrecked? Everybody's done this before. A couple of years ago, I, the brand new iPhone came out. I spent a, an hour in AT&T transferring everything over. I was excited. I had all my pictures transferred, everything. <laughs> got in the car, got home, got out the car and forgot it was sitting on my lap. No, man. Got out face down right into the concrete and <sighs> shattered the whole screen. <laughs> <laughs> Not even an hour. Not even an hour. See, you should be able to take it back and return it. This, See, here, this is broken. Uh, now, mind you, if you have, like, the, the, the Apple Care and all that stuff, you know, you, you, you can have some insurance. Uh, but many is the time uh, that I have been to the a screen replacement more for my wife and stuff like that but it, it yeah and if it's going to happen it's going to happen right after the point of purchase when you're the most excited about it you notice it never happens to something you've had for 11 years <laughs> yep yep all right thanks for the call man here's a few other texts that are coming this says bought a new motorcycle paid extra to have it delivered since i was going to work got home decided to go for a ride Two feet out of my driveway, oh, hit a slick spot, <gasps> crashed the bike, dislocated my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Two feet, and it happened. Wow. Here's another one. How about people who accidentally throw something away? Somebody said, hey, I went and got uh, three. My wife went, or no, I got three Harvest gift cards through your station uh, for Christmas. My wife threw them away. Oh. Mistakenly. Oh, just man. threw them away. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad, too. Because mm-hmm. you're like, that's just... Money. That's just money that you threw in the trash. Yeah. Wow. I get annoyed if I give somebody a gift card and they're like, I never used it. I lost it or I threw it out by accident. I'm like, you just took my hundred bucks and tossed it in the trash. And burned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. uh, Here is uh, taking a preemptive uh, measure. Uh, I'm going to go to Bob. Hi, Bob. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey. Coo-coo-coo-choo. Coo-coo-coo-choo. It's a PR morning. (laughs) What's happening, Bob? Hey, I used to work for a guy that had to buy work pickups, okay? And and once in, you know, every couple of years he'd buy a new one, and nobody wanted to drive it, so he'd go out and take everybody out with him and take a hammer and smash the hood. <laughs> Just hit it once. There he is. He said, it's Dennis. Everybody drive it. They were so terrified wow. of driving a pristine brand-new truck that he would cause the first few dents just so they could relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and listen, if you're if if you're if you, every damn thing. 
If you work, if you work on a, a, a something that has the word site in it, a work site, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's going to get banged up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, you yeah. you may as well go ahead and and say here, here's the first one. First one's on me, guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can get it. see that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, my uh, my friend Edward, he, he has like a stucco remediation company, and he has a beautiful work truck. And I was making fun. I'm like, yeah. your truck is too pretty. He goes, <laughs> no. You know, he's like, my wife makes me drive this one. That's like the show truck because it's got like the name of the company on the uh, side and everything yeah. like that. It's That's not, not the work truck. truck. No, <laughs> no. Uh, let me go to Evan next. Evan, you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, fire truck. Fire truck. <laughs> What's happening, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I um, I know a guy that uh, he had gotten a set of false teeth, and him and his new girlfriend had decided to get frisky, and he had left them in his clothing, and she <laughs> stepped on him like a day Ugh. after he got them. And this is five, six years later. He never got a new set. What? That sounds like the worst porn movie ever. Yeah, yeah right? let me take my teeth out. <laughs> now we can get down to business. Whoops. You just stepped on my teeth. Isn't that funny? I'm not turned on at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. And oh, by the way, it, and it punctured my colostomy bag. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then, then later on, she ripped my catheter out during doggy style. Oh, my God. <laughs> What I was about to say is those those things are really expensive well, and are they take a long time to a make. A long time to get to, to be made and as we learned from Lenny Dykstra who yeah. was in studio a while ago 80 grand. Uh-huh. And that's why he went yeah. dumpster diving yeah. for him. Uh let me go next to let's see Jay on line 5. Hi Jay, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. There's nothing on here. <laughs> There's nothing on here. What's up, man? Hey, uh, so a few, uh, it was a bunch of years back. My wife and I bought our first nice new dining room set, nice deep cherry wood. Uh, we get the thing, well, we get it delivered, we get it home, and, you know, maybe we should have planned a little better. We didn't get the, the pads, the table pads. Right. See, this one will speak to you. Our cat jumped <laughs> up on there, and I'm like, um, you know, we need to get the cat off there. I went to get her, and she kind of freaked and ran and gouged her back right in there and left a nice deep, like, two-inch gal on a brand-new dining room table. Dude, and every time you go in and see that table, your eye is immediately drawn to the scratch. Mm -hmm. We had one one ring, I guess it was iced tea or something, on a brand-new piece of furniture. (laughs) Somebody put a drink down without a coaster. I don't care. Shy of sanding the finish off and starting from scratch, I don't know how to get this damn ring out. Right, and it it just yells at me every time I walk into. Calls the room. your name. Furniture is that way. This is your fault. Yeah, furniture is absolutely that way. Where a scratch, a uh, whatever it is, it just it, it's it stares at you. And, and yeah. it, the thing yeah. always in your mind is, we, I guess we can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and it always happens. Nice and it always happens when it's brand freaking new. Yeah, well, always. So my uh, my dining room furniture, it, it, it's not scratched at all. But um, we bought it um, off of Craigslist. Yeah. It was a Bassett. I mean, we saved. Thousands and thousands of dollars on this because this guy moved from Tennessee and uh, whatever uh, couldn't fit the furniture in his in his new home. So I was so nervous about because uh, I had to go get it myself. Yeah. I, I couldn't hire a moving company or anything like that. But like just for that very reason, even though I, I had saved a lot of money, I didn't want any scratches on like or anything like that. Like. It was, and I had to take it down for, oh, it was so heavy. So it's it's in pristine shape? It is Nothing in pristine shape. No, 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 I said that in the beginning of the yeah. story. But, like, yeah, I was, like, really, really, really scared that I was going to, like, you know, scratch the top sure. of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm going to go to Sam next. Hi, Sam. Good morning. 
Oh, hey, you guys back. Thank you, Sam. What's up? Okay, so I'm 16 years old. I buy my new car, new to me, not actually a new car, actually. It was a rust bucket, but I'm so excited. My dad takes me to get it. I'm like, Dad, I want to show all my coworkers. He's like, okay. So we, we he drives. I follow him to my work parking lot, like two blocks. I pull into the parking lot. I go. I overshoot a parking spot, and I hit somebody's car. Oh. Their, bumper, <laughs> their bumper falls off. I back out, pull into the spot. I see my dad's face. He looks madder than I've ever seen him. I go walk into my work. Everybody saw it happen because it's all glass. They're all clapping. I'm crying. $800, brand new car. Yeah. Ended up costing me fourteen hundred because I had to buy this oh, new car. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. That sucks. I j- it goes. It goes. Return it. It's just the yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Return the used car. Can you fix this? It goes back to when you're a kid, Preston, and you have a, like a brand new. T- it's that same feeling. I told you the story. I, I think I've told it many times. I've had two uh, traumatic Toy Stories. One was the Styrofoam Eagle that you all know about, mm-hmm. and then the other one was the uh, the telescope you can see around corners with. Mm-hmm. Because rather, than, if you're a spy, you don't have the, you can't lean around a corner. And no, look. you've got to use your around the corner sure, telescope. Sure, I got it. Put it up, and it comes with an attachment for your belt. <clears throat> I was out on my bicycle, when you know driving around. I stopped the bike on the uh, the corner. Thing just falls off down into the sewer, oh, and I'm like, no. Ah! "Oh no! How am I going to be a spy?" Kathy, I love your idea of of just returning it immediately. Like the guy who broke his iPhone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. comes and say, "I I noticed there was a scratch on it, <laughs> you know, and it's just completely shattered." Listen, this if it's brand new, I just noticed something. If I bought a, a shirt and it had a hole in it, I'd take it back to the store and say, "There's a hole in this. It's broken. I don't want it anymore." So why can't you do the same thing? We bought thing? this car. This car used, uh, and it was uh, it's a sixteen. Year old car, yeah, uh, and uh, it tore off somebody's bumper. Can you <laughs> it's it's yeah. defective. Yeah. You know, it's funny. This is defective. It's funny about the windshield. Um, for because I the car that I, I traded in was a, a mini, was a seven years old, 100,000 miles on it, and uh, just over time, uh, the windshield had become a little fogged or whatever. Yeah. And so, driving home on Saturday, even though it was snowy out. My girlfriend and I were looking through the front windshield, remarking at how remarkably clear it was. We were looking through the windshield like, you know what? You really see the road now? And then everything looks much brighter and clearer. And then Sunday morning, we get up and we're like, it's, they, not, uh, it's not so clear Things anymore. are really changing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go to uh, to Dwayne. Hi, Dwayne. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for bothering me at work. Yeah, it's our pleasure. What's up, man? I, I see. This is a traumatic Toy Story for you. So, uh, me and my cousin, 10 and 12 years old, come down for Christmas Day. The USS G.I. Joe flagship is there waiting for us under the tree. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Not put together. Not put together. Right. We put it together upstairs in our in, under by the tree. Decided we want to go down with the basement with it. We take it down to the basement. My cousin's in front of me. He slips, falls. Mind you, we had those pajama footies on. Yep. Why he left his... That's why he... Lost his footing. So he fell, broke his arm. The USS flag landed on him. I fell behind him. The USS flag skewered my eyes. What? My cornea. Oh, Oh my my God. The the USS flag busted into five million pieces. (laughs) His arm's broken. Your eye is scratched and the toy is destroyed. 
Yeah, it was a it was a great Christmas. My dad was ecstatic with joy. I'm sure. Oh my the day in the hospital. The USS. What God did I want that when I was a kid? Oh my God, yeah, Dwayne. Yeah, um, um, it was. Uh, it was tr- I still have a, a piece of it to uh, memorial it. Very good. Memorial. Memori- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's in hang, your eye. Yeah. Hang on to that. Uh, hang on. A couple more calls. I'm going to go to uh, Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Good morning. <laughs> One of my favorites. All right, so something brand new, brand new that you broke. I uh, in junior high school. My parents just got me a brand new, custom made, like handheld um, cello, handmade, and everything like that. It cost about three thousand dollars. Cellos are very okay. uh, nice, or they're very expensive. Yeah, they're pretty nice. And I got tripped. I fell over face first, right onto the floor, snapped in half. Oh my oh, god! Got a three thousand dollar. Classical musical instrument tripped, fall, and snapped it in half. I wish I could have just take, uh, taken Kathy's idea and just take, say, hey, I saw a splinter in it. Yeah, yeah this thing's broken. This is yeah, broken. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had to, I had to return it. Brandon, did your parents just have to pay for repairs or what happened? Yeah, well, luckily it was a pretty clean break. So um, I still have it to this day, but uh, wow. so it's now two you legs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, Brandon. All right. Here's something that happened yesterday. Uh, I'm going to go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, man? Well, this is just the universe just making more fun of me. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. So yesterday, went to Costco, bought a brand new 75-inch flat screen, hung it on the wall within 30 seconds, <laughs> fell oh. forward, and smashed no! it. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yes, oh, uh, let me ask. Did you use the, the, the like the mounting kit it came with, or did you just use tape? No, <laughs> I probably should have used tape. Yeah. Oh God, oh my! Well, if it's any consolation, Dave, that happens a lot. You know, I pe- would go get the box out of the trash, pack it back up, <laughs> yeah. take it to Costco. There's something wrong. Some of the channels don't. Some of the channels don't work. May or may not have happened. All right, so, oh, so Dave, you, are you pretty handy, or is this your first time taking on a project of this size? No, no. I had a friend of mine. He uh, supposedly does this. <laughs> supposedly, oh, no. your friend supposedly owes you money. <laughs> <laughs> He he, uh, he thought it was in the in the studs when he when he screwed the the bracket on. Oh, oh man! So Dave, this is yesterday NFL uh, playoffs. You know, I mean, <laughs> were, were you getting ready to watch the games? Right, right before the Chiefs kickoff. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! Oh, that sucks, Dave. Well, man. Yeah. Oh man. The, uh, the only you know, thing that would have made it worse is if the Eagles were playing. Yeah. 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 All right. Sorry God. to hear, man. Thanks I feel for his the pain. Call. Yeah. Oh, that just sucks, man. Especially. And here's here's a cautionary tale. If for something like that, if if you are specifically getting a piece of tech like a TV for a viewing event. Yeah. Get it several days before the event. Abs- do not Don't get it. Don't do that. The yes. day of the yeah. event. You're insane. Yeah, it- also, if you're even vague on it, or if your friend says, I've done it once or twice, have someone do it professionally. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, no matter how good you... Why risk it? Uh, let me see. Hang on. I don't quite understand this. Let me go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Ash? 
So I bought a brand new stainless steel fridge. Um, you know, I was adulting. I was very excited about yeah. it, uh, showing my friends and everything. <laughs> um, and I come home the following day to my boyfriend mounting and balancing his tow truck drivers, his tow truck tires in our kitchen. He was mounting and balancing his tow truck tires in your kitchen. He was mounting them, yes, onto, onto the new wheels. What? Uh, that's two... that's a huge apparatus. What is it doing in the kitchen? Uh, it was cold outside, so he wanted to do this inside. <laughs> wow, okay. okay. I hope you broke up with him. <laughs> so I walk in, he's bouncing up and down on a four-foot pro bar, or pry bar, <laughs> trying to mount this wheel and tire, because they're, they're big tires. In your okay. kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen, and one of them slips and hits our freezer door. Oh, oh my God. God seal freezer door it's not the end of the world but it was just like one of those like are you kidding like you couldn't wait a month to do this <laughs> okay so who's gonna guess delco or buxco here oh, no, with, she's with delco. Oh, no she's monco uh ashley what county do you live in buxco sorry cat oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, balancing and mounting tires in, in the, the kitchen, kitchen. <laughs> Wow. All right. We'll take that. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I think. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. All right. Take care. We I think you do it. that in the library, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Man, there's some good calls and texts coming in. I love it. Let me go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. You guys rock. Hey, thanks, man. What's up, bud? All right, so uh, to kind of put this in perspective for you, uh, about five years ago, I'm about 22, 23 at the time, and I went out and I've been working hard since I was 18, and I went and bought a brand new truck, and I, uh, the next day I had gone with a friend to do a tree removal job, and so I've been doing this for a while. You know, we start loading up the back of the truck, we get about halfway loaded, and my friend throws a six-foot log onto the back, which then bounces and goes straight through the back window, shattering it entirely. Oh, even has the truck for 24 hours. You could have gotten killed by that, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went right through the back window, shattered it. It was halfway through the cab. And to top it off, about 30 minutes later, it starts raining. So <laughs> and covered the back of the truck that I had just bought. And, you know, he ended up paying for it, which was, you know, that was all setting good. But it took two days to do that. So it was raining the whole time, had a tarp over it. Still had to go to work and do my own thing, but uh, I get a reminder every here and there when I go through the back seat and find a little <laughs> right. <thing. laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, Eric. That reminds yeah, no me problem. when 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 something goes bad, and then another thing, another thing reminds me of the scene from Trading Places where <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is dressed as Santa Claus. He's wasted. He's had it enough. He takes a gun. He's going to kill himself. Pulls a trigger. Nothing fires. It starts raining. A dog comes over and pisses on his leg. It's just like one thing after. after another starts to snowball. Oh, my God. He reminded me of a story, and I'll never forget this. My friend uh, in, in college, he got a new car, but he wanted to do a presentation. So he uh, he had a stand outside. The car was in the garage, and he was going to back it out and show us. But it had a, a hatchback. And I don't, uh, we didn't know what he was planning the presentation. I mean, like, we, he's so excited. We see the hatch back up. Oh, no. And, and I, okay, I, I guess this is his thing that he's doing. Oh, no. And he starts to back out. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and bends the hat oh, back. Jesus. Because <laughs> oh, we're God. like, oh, this is the thing. <laughs> There's some, he's got something planned here. Right. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I want to go to this because here's another thing. Hey, Mario, good morning. Hey, you 
not believe how hard it is to find some Jewy candies around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jewy candies. <laughs> I was trying to say Chewy. Jewy candies. <laughs> oh, Where are your God. Jewish candies? Uh, Maria, what happened to you, man? All right, so here's the deal. God bless my sister. I hope she's listening. And um, so I'm about 12 years old. I asked for uh, one of those styrofoam, uh, you know, loop-de-loop planes or oh, whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. So I get one under the tree. I'm so excited. I take it out to the front yard. I crack open the packaging. I put it together. My sister looks at me, and she's well, I want to try. So being a good brother, first first pull, I let her do it. I said, you know what? Go ahead. She puts it, uh, she puts it in her hand. This girl launches this thing as hard as she possibly can. <laughs> Does a giant loop. But lands straight into the ground. These things are meant to break apart, but it broke in a part that was not meant to be broken. <laughs> you didn't even I get was, to you didn't even get to use it. She not, she gets the first throw and breaks not, it. Not one single throw. I was so disappointed. I was like, can can we crazy glue this? Can we stop? <laughs> Return it. As a as a <laughs> yeah, kid, that's I, the worst I, I, because he didn't even get to play with it. He didn't even get the joy of throwing it one time. Nope. I and, was very upset. And somebody oh. else broke it right in front of you. I, I can commiserate. My sister, too. I couldn't even take physical recourse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought, I, Thanks, Mario. I got with birthday money, I'd wanted this authentic Hollywood Wolfman mask. This was said in the ad. Rubber mask. I got it to the house. I'm starting to put it on my brother. Oh, can I put that on? Can I see it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Go ahead. Puts it on and... Instead of, you, oh, know, no. you know you don't position the wolf man's face by tugging down on his mouth. <laughs> Rips the bottom of the, <laughs> the, oh, the no. mouth off, and I'm just like, and I swear to God, I black taped it back God. up. So I had, wolf man had this cool Indiana Jones black tape scar down his face. Man. But it's like, when you're a kid, you're like, this can't be happening. I'm going to I'm gonna go to uh, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Courtney. So I got a great one. I'm a training officer for police officers in Texas. Okay. And I had this kid that I was training, and we got brand-new patrol cars. So I'm like, okay, you go pick it up, meet me at the restaurant. We got to eat some lunch, and we'll get out of here. This kid in front of, like, 30 people at this restaurant backs a brand-new patrol car up into a dumpster (sighs) and shatters a both of the taillights. Oh, no. <laughs> Taxpayers' money right yeah. there. You're going, uh, dear chief, I'm trying to figure out how to word this to him. <laughs> at the same time, I'm yanking him out of the car going, okay, you look at what you just did. You got to figure out how you're going to apologize to this dumpster. And he goes, what? <laughs> I said, okay, go hug the dumpster. Tell the dumpster you're sorry. Go hug the patrol car. Tell the patrol car you're sorry. And then figure out how you're going to write your apology letter to the chief. At this point, he's in tears because he's like, I'm going to get fired. I'm like, probably. Probably. (laughs) Man, that's the worst, especially on a job. Well, we just had something happen here, you know, it was a couple weeks ago. They're they're, they're doing the whole front of the building. A new thing. A new atrium or foyer, whatever you want to call it, is coming in here. And uh, and there's these huge sheets of glass, and, and we look out, and I happen to notice there's a big spiderweb design on one of the uh, I mean, it's, like, shattered. Shattered. It's still there. They yeah, 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 it yeah. yeah. They're probably trying to figure out what to do. They should return it. Yes. yes. It's yeah. brand Put new. Put it in the box. Take the atrium out. Take it back. Yeah. Speaking of returning, let me go to this uh, call here, Kathy. I'm going to go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, oh. bud. What's up? All right, so I had a... 
TV, about a month old, flat screen last year, 55-inch or so. And my little four-year-old thinks he's Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he throws his sword at my eight-year-old, and my eight-year-old says, hang on, dodges it. Well, boom, right into the TV, <laughs> shatters parts of the TV. I'm like, oh, my Lord, it's only a month old. Yep. Oh, a buddy of mine's mom works at Walmart. She goes, you still got the box? I said, yes, I do. She goes, put it in the box and return it. I said, why? I've already had it a month. She said, it doesn't matter. You have 90 days to return it. Oh, okay. Wait, well, wait, if there's that no policy. questions asked? So I said that I, I put it in the box, returned it, said it was already broken in the box. There you go. Oh, man, I'd be Kathy's so Kathy's system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, return man. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's broken. So, I guess if it comes in a box, maybe you got that advantage but a month yes. yeah well we didn't open well, no. it we were saving it for you know uh, we, we we brought it home but I we mean, didn't mount it until yeah. uh, they yesterday no like you know what i'm saying if, if somebody brings back a tv that's shattered they've yeah and it had that uh, cheese doodle dust all over right. it. Yeah. and uh, gum and semen on the remote yeah in, in, in the box yeah <laughs> hang on let me go to matt hi matt good morning hey what's up guys how are you uh, good what's up bud oh not much i uh I, I had an Apple Watch, and uh, first go around, somehow it uh, it cracked and shattered, and I'm a little bit frugal, so I was uh, holding out until finally the the face fell off. And um, my my wife, you know, finally buys me a new one because she knows that you know I wasn't in a watch guy, but now like my wrist feels naked without one, so right. she gets me another one. And um, it was like an Amazon Prime special, so she got it online, um, not through the Apple Store or anything like that, and. To go with it, she gets me this military-grade protection that I'm supposed to put on. Um, but, you know, I got it in the middle of the week, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. I open up the instructions, and it's like a novel. Right. So I say, I'll do that. I'll save it for the weekend. It's a special project. Um, get home. The second day I have it, putting my kids in the bath. Take off my watch so I don't want to get it wet or anything like that. Put it up on the counter. Uh, by the way, it's waterproof. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it on the counter. On top of the Q-tip holder, bend down on my knees for about five seconds until I just hear this crack behind me on the porcelain. My entire body just goes absolutely crazy with this feeling of just regret and yeah. remorse and all that at the same time. And then we can't return it because we got it on Amazon, didn't get it through a credit card or the Apple Store. Yeah. And they don't, they can't fix the lens. So all in all, it was like the quadruple whammy. And I'm driving to work right now, and every time I look down at my empty wrist, I can't think about anything else. It, other than it, it, it taunts you. you, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I tell you what. It just a, just for a, a little caveat. Amazon's pretty good with returns. Are they? Uh, well, Amazon's uh, uh, great, especially yeah, if I mean, you're a Prime member. Yeah. Uh, yes. That makes a whole world of difference. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Nick got a brand new car. Cracked the windshield <laughs> in less than 24 hours. Beautiful car, though. It is a beautiful car. Love it, yeah. But it just, you know. But I've, it's got to go back. It's, it's got to go back. the whole thing now. Yeah, Trade it in for a flat screen TV. <laughs> I, I hate it. It's just it like, you're on a high, you know, it's the honeymoon. And then, you know, the, the hotel cancels your reservation and, yeah. on, on your honeymoon. It's that type of thing. It just happens the world lets you know you shouldn't have nice things. Yep. All right, well, listen, we need to take a break. Thanks for your phone calls. We appreciate it. I got some bizarre file stories I cannot wait to share with you, so we will get to those when we get back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. Sturgill Simpson. Papa Roach. New 
music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. There is a new Daily Rush video available for your consumption, and the title <laughs> is uh, actually what a caller said earlier this morning. Jewy Center <laughs> and Bloody Murray. So the description says a series of flubs leads to Preston's new favorite cocktail, the Bloody Murray. And I was trying to say <laughs> Chewy Center. I don't even remember what exactly we were talking about. And I said, Jewy Center. And it, it led off onto a discussion. Then not long after that, I said a Bloody Murray instead of a Bloody Mary. It was a whole Hasidic, uh, oh Hasidic line of uh, Jewish food products that uh, you invented in one day. You can watch the uh, the video now at PrestonAndSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. So take a look when you get a chance. All right, we're going to do the B-File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents... Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And it's brought to you this morning by Drexel University. Gain confidence in the online classroom with Drexel University's Test Drive from February 10th through the 14th. And you'll experience what it's like to study online at Drexel. Sign up today at drexel.edu slash test drive. State police say a Pennsylvania woman drove into the path of an oncoming vehicle as a way to test her faith and then exhibited no concern about the people who were injured in the crash. Huh. 31-year-old Nadasia Riley faces aggravated assault and other charges over allegations she purposely caused the wreck. Police say she told them she'd been driving around for a few hours waiting for a calling from God when she decided to drive through the oncoming traffic. Uh, two people in the. Did other... she have her Bluetooth hooked up to get that call? Or maybe I don't. She didn't give the details. Yeah, uh, this is God. Uh, two people in the other vehicle were taken to the hospital for treatment of injuries. I don't know. What other this... people in the vehicle. I don't know the severity of the uh, of the of the uh, injuries. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a deaf man has decided to sue Pornhub and other pornographic websites because he said. He cannot enjoy video content without the closed captioning. You know, I've never even um, looked to see if there's closed captioning on those porn videos. Yaroslav that my friend watches. Suris, a New York resident, tried to watch videos on Pornhub entitled Hot Step Aunt Babysits Disobedient Nephew. This would be much better with dialogue. Sexy Cop Gets Witness to Talk and others. Yeah. And he could not due to the website's lack of cl- closed captioning. The lawsuit alleges that Pornhub, RedTube, and YouPorn are in violation of the 1990 Americans with Disabilities Act. Part of the ADA's goal is to provide, provide full and equal enjoyment of a public accommodations. Uh, the time has come to allow even those who are deaf to watch movies and spank it with the closed captioning running so they can appreciate what kind of pizza it is, where exactly the nurse is putting her finger... All of these things enhance the sexual experience. Many times it's difficult to get off if you don't know the subtext. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. Oh, he stepped in. Uh, and so, yes, they're supposed to provide uh, full and equal enjoyment of a public of a public accommodations, goods, services, facilities, and privileges, according to the lawsuit. That's why at the AVNs, everyone can't wait to see who wins the script writing awards. Uh, the ADA cites that its purpose is to make sure that uh, people with disabilities have the same rights and opportunities as everyone else. Now, Pornhub's vice president, Corey Price, disputed the claim that the website doesn't offer closed captions. He said, while we do not generally comment on active lawsuits, 
we'd like to take this opportunity to point out that we do have a closed captions category. So there's a whole category for people who have hearing impairments. Erg, slurp, blip, blip. <laughs> totally. That's what it's got to be. You know? Uh, swish. swish. Uh, but, by the way, this, this guy has previously sued Fox News, the New York Post, and other outlets alleging similar ADA violations on their websites. But you know, uh-huh. now he's going after porn. I think if there's one category, I turn the uh, or my friend turns the sound all the way down. <laughs> Locking your keys in the car. It's done by all of us at one time or another. But for one Florida father, the urgency to get back in his SUV was all the more dire because his one-year-old daughter was locked inside. Of course. Luckily, a group of deputies was nearby, and they enlisted the help of inmates who were able to unlock the door within minutes, and the incident was all caught on camera. Because they're good at it, right? Uh, Sheriff Chris Noko said, Our trustees are people who have made mistakes. We're trying to rehabilitate rehabilitate them to get back into society. So five low-risk offenders who were repairing medians at the time Mm. jumped into action. Uh, The officer said, uh, when somebody had a wire coat hanger, we were able to get the door open enough to get it in there and unlock the door. The uh, unlikely teamwork... Ended up saving the day. Uh, Noko said that the inmate's unique skill set came in handy, and the baby's parents confirmed the child is doing just fine. So nice. They had the inmates come over and break into the car for him. If you guys remember, I locked my keys in the car at the Subaru broadcast, and oh, yeah. the, the apparatus that they used to open the door was wild. They basically stuck, like, a bladder into, like, the door crack and to then separate it and then pumped it up with wow. air and then so separated it enough so that they could get like uh, you know a, a little jack cool. in there oh yeah that was that the audi yeah yeah that when i drove the audi and my keys constantly were being locked in the car they did the exact same thing i was along lancaster ave uh in wayne and they kind of like pumped it up so then they could get the sliver the the little whatever it's called in there yeah. to unlock it yeah never seen that before yeah interesting a uh, 72-year-old man died from a cardiac arrest when he tried to push his poop out too hard. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There. Let uh, this serve as a warning. I was there earlier this morning, oh, to be really? honest. Uh, yeah. How hard were you pushing? Uh, you know, or it started getting lightheaded. Do you keep ski poles by the toilet? I, I do. should. <laughs> give you that extra grip. <laughs> the man, surnamed Zhu from China... <laughs> Had pre-existing coronary heart disease and high oh. blood pressure. Well, he had mitigating circumstances. Yeah, there. but it, the, but they said it was because of this. The the incident happened last Tuesday when the old man was suffering from uh, constipation. He had not had any bowel movements for three days and decided to go to the uh, bathroom one night. However, while trying to defecate, he suddenly became unconscious and collapsed. And he was then rushed to the hospital and he was pronounced dead. Doctors explained that the man had exerted excessive force while he was defecating, which led to a cardiac arrest leading to his death. Not to get too disgusting here, but have you ever tried to force so hard that you burst a blood vessel? No. I have. You bur- Where did you... Where, what blood vessel? Uh, something in my butt. Real? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, in your eye. You yes, cut me, Boogie. it's not. It, apparently, you know, that you have to watch out. Uh, the uh, When I had the fainting thing on the show, yeah. I, I was coughing, and I had with a basal vagal reaction where you basically give yourself a sleeper hold. Mm-hmm. That happens on straining to defecate. The, the doctor said, Enjoy yeah, your breakfast. That when people exert too much pressure while urinating or defecating, the body's internal pressure increases, which disrupts the nerves, causing heart rate and blood pressure to decrease. 
and this leads to the lack of supply of blood to the heart, which causes cardiac arrest. Pretty wild, man. Uh, and then we'll do one more story. Travelers on the Mexico City subway system often blame authorities for broken down escalators at subway stops, but uh, officials have another explanation. It's vast amounts of pee that is oh the problem. Oh, my God. Somehow urine is penetrating and corroding the drive wheels and mechanisms of the escalators that carry riders up from underground stations. The metro system listed corrosion due to urine as one of the top five causes of escalator breakdowns. Furman Ramirez, the assistant manager of rails, said that riders appear to be urinating on escalators at off-peak hours and lightly used stations, even though it seems hard to believe. Uh, He said when we open up the escalators for maintenance, there is always urine. But most stations have no public bathroom facilities, a fact that Twitter users were quick to point out. So I watched a documentary on what's going on in San Francisco with the homeless population, and they were showing these doors down this alleyway, Preston, where the bottoms of the doors had rotted away from being peed on. I believe it. That's nasty. And that is what I have in your bizarre file this morning. Preston, I know you mentioned it earlier this morning, but we were getting a bunch of texts. Uh, we are not doing easy money today because of the holiday. Correct. And uh, that lasts throughout the day. So just wanted to clarify that in case you didn't hear the message earlier this morning. Yes, it will return tomorrow morning. So sorry, Nick. I, I, I know I mentioned it once. I probably should have hit it a few more times. But uh, yeah, so uh, throughout the course of the entire day, uh, we're suspending it today. But we will be back at it again tomorrow. Your Seems five right. Five chances to win $1,000 yet. In observance of Martin Luther King Day. Absolutely, sir. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment. we got some stuff to pass along to you, so make sure you stay with us uh, through the course of today's program. We shall return shortly. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day today, and uh, a lot of people participating in a day of service. Cold day to be participating in a day of service. That, uh, that to me, shows an extra commitment if you're outside. Yeah, if you're going to be doing that, uh, absolutely, and it happens to be outdoor. Not all, you know, days of service are outdoor-related, but some are. It's a little little chilly in here today. Uh, I mean, we're we're stepping up. Absolutely. Um, And with that, I do have some information, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. But I wanted to play a clip from the famous I Have a Dream speech. It's always... Always uh, good to hear it. I still get chills and tears. I get welled up, and I get that, that lump in the throat. The man was just an incredible speaker. Not only did he have... Amazing things to say, but his delivery, just outstanding. I remember uh, in college taking, you know, public speaking classes and, and um, you know, he was 
one we paid close attention to, his ability to convey yeah. uh, emotion with the message, yep. uh, unparalleled. Here's part of that speech. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Pretty awesome words, ma'am. W- words that n- always need to be remembered. Yep. Judged by people by who they are. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Not what they are. Um, today, now, I did not know this, that uh, America's uh, national parks uh, do observe Martin Luther King Jr. Day by offering uh, free entrance. And a bear uh, to everyone. And a bear. Yeah, yeah. If you way. happen to be in a bear... <laughs> populated park no so uh it's one of only five free days at uh, national parks this year oh wow and it's 110 different parks so it's the biggies it's uh, you know yellowstone and uh, denali and action uh, action park <laughs> <laughs> that's a national I it's a no national idea. park in fact that's actually the first one that inspired teddy roosevelt to uh he really, yeah really, really the movie was Action Park. park. Did you guys yeah. see there's a, a new national park? It was announced when we were on the holiday break, but uh, White Sands in um, oh, New no Mexico. Yeah. Is that where uh, Boys to Men did Water Runs Dry? I have no idea. I think that's where I've never did. even heard of that song. Yeah. There's no way to do Let the Martin Luther King speech continues. He mentions that, Preston. Oh, he yeah. does? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. He mentioned the Boys to Men. When a bar group. Uh, so, no, that song. I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, so you think they did the video there? I think they did. Uh, just because White uh, Sands is legendary. Like it, or do you remember hearing that story? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. So it was a national monument, I think, before. Uh, now yeah. it's going to be an official national park. It's uh, the 62nd. Uh, there was one in Indiana uh, last year, Indiana Dunes. So there are 62 now, and uh, I'm in the 20s. Uh, I want to get to all 62 before I die. Wow. Um, and uh, and now there's another one that's been right. just added. Have I, you have, ever... I have a question about White Sands, and I might be getting the, 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 the name and the location incorrect. Where was the alternate landing spot for the um, the space shuttle? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. That's in the Mojave. That's, well, Is it? Yeah, okay. Uh, in, in California. It's White something. I th- I'm sure you're right, um, but that's in California. They needed a vast area that they could they yeah. could land for an emergency. They, they needed the original spot, spot was downtown land. Camden. Oh, but they thought that might have been too congested. <laughs> yeah, a white sand. So it's right here, National Park. Blah 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 blah. We're looking through the stuff. Yeah, I don't. This is just about the the park in general, right? So. Uh, but oh, it, is this where the video was filmed, Casey? Yeah, I was oh. right. Okay, it features woman played by Tyra Banks in it. Ooh. Uh, in well, that's obvious. You'll put it over the top. Water runs dry. I, maybe I would remember Have you ever been to the Gen- White Sands or Bonneville Salt Flats or any I of those? I not. It's I pretty amazing. Like I mean, there's a lot of nothing, but yeah. the amount of nothing is pretty amazing. Yeah, the vastness yeah, of yeah, the yeah. nothing makes it pretty incredible, right? Right, right. Okay. No, I've not been there. I've 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 done some very big national parks. I haven't done any kind of tour like uh, like Nick has done, but I've done... You know Yellowstone and and uh, um, uh, Grand. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Grand Canyon and and um, uh, oh man, you do Action Yosem- Park. Yosemite and Action Park. <laughs> I've never been to Action Park. That's on the list. Yosemite. I would like to go to Glacier. 
uh, sometime because I hear that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, I did Acadia with the family a few years ago. I'd like to go there. Uh, I've done Grand Canyon, Zion, Bryce. Um, yep, and done those. So those are, are on my list. Glacier is another one of those that's on my list. Glacier's this summer for me. Yeah. So I'm is my kiss uh, on your list? I was hoping for Glacier to be on my list this year. I'm not sure. I just don't know if I'm going to have the time or not. But um, what I've noticed about these yeah. national parks is that pictures don't do any of it justice. No. In fact, there was a picture today. Uh, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. The, the falls that look like they're on fire. Uh, what are they? Oh, in Yosemite? Yes, which are uh, glorious. Is it Angel uh, Falls? No, it's not called Fire Falls. But, uh, well, there's one, like, week out of the year. When the sun hits it and it looks like it's it's lava coming down. It's just yeah. water lit that yep. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what picture could actually convey oh how amazing that is? Yeah. Uh, by the way, White Sands, was I correct, Nick? Yeah, it's not. The, I don't think it's the national park, but you might be right. Um, About sorry, the landing, like, alternate landing spot for uh, the space. White shuttle. Sands test facility in New Mexico. So yeah, you were right. Okay, nice. uh, I, I think that, that they landed it a lot of the time in in the Mojave, right in California. But maybe I'm maybe I'm missing. Yeah, it was it was a it was an alternate landing spot. You okay. need a lot of flatness. It's basically what you yeah, need. Right with with, with yeah. uh, not you know a forest wouldn't work. What is uh, in your opinion the toughest national park to get to? Well, there are eight in Alaska alone, and uh, one of them uh, you, you can't drive to. At least one, maybe two. You have to be dropped off, um, and they will come pick you up in a week. So, uh, really, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those places that's so remote. You have to take a you know a prop plane there. Wait, where, 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 where is it? Do we know? Because there's actually uh, there's actually a tour that Claire and I, my wife, had, want, had wanted to do for a long time that sets you. Actually, there's a a rolling hotel that you stay in that takes you out to the. Migratory path of the of the the polar bear population oh, wow. up there, oh, wow. and they actually come and you know and you're in that. Is you're, she going to do it? Well, we've talked about doing it. Uh, you know, I just I I would that prefer awesome. if they had a nightclub. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, it does sound cool, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then they're, they're the bear. You know, the bear population just coming through, doing what they do. Yeah, and you know, they look at you and say, "Geez, if, I, if only I could get in there, I'd have yeah. quite a meal." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alaska is so difficult and remote to get to. Anyway, case that I, I think that most of those are are uh, the challenging ones. Um, there's also one in uh, American Samoa. Uh, so you got to go to like Hawaii, and then another four hours past American, um, past Hawaii to get to Man. American Samoa. American so, Thin Mint. American so, yeah, so, Mint. So, in order for that to count, if you want to yeah. get to all of the national all parks, sixty-two. Yeah, you got to get to that one too. Yeah, there's one in the Virgin Islands. Uh, I've been to that one, um, and uh, I haven't been to Acadia yet. Uh, that's definitely on the list. I've been to all fifty states. That's that good. I right, so give me the um, uh, the definition of national park because. Um, uh, Valley Forge is a national park. No, no? It's, it's a national historical park. So there okay, are designations. that's the difference. Yeah, and okay. uh, and there are national monuments. There are national landmarks. Um, and national a, car rental. National <laughs> car rental. But there are 62 designated national parks, and they are within the national park system. All of them fall under the uh, Department of Interior, and all of them are in the National Park Service. <laughs> but there are 62 of these that are um, their their designation is national park. What do you think the smallest one is? Yeah, I know exactly what it is. What is it? It's uh, the Arch in St. Louis. So that is a national park. See, yeah. I thought, okay, so it didn't yeah, used to it's be. The Jefferson Expansion Memorial is the actual name of the really? of, of the St. Louis Arch. Yes, so they have a park that's that's on the grounds of it. And I was told it was a national park, but after you had said National Historic a while back, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not an actual national park, but I guess that is. It is now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been to that one. That's good. That's good. <laughs> they tell you, though, not to feed the bear population there, right? Yeah, you yeah. got to be careful, yeah. especially <laughs> the Kodiaks, because they come huge. right up to the car. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, the parks are free today. 
Which, by the way, yeah, going into uh, when we went to a tea time last time, I was pulling through the front of the park. I'm like, oh, you have to pay to get in here? And it wasn't cheap either. No, there's like 45 bucks or something like that there are per park, person. Park passes that exist, uh, and there are a few different variations of it. But I get one every year because um, if you go to three, two or three national parks within the year, it, it pays for itself. So okay. um, my my parents spent a lot of time in Colorado, and uh, I visited Rocky Mountain National Park a few times. Just having that parks pass gets you in and out of the park. What parks. grade is it where you get free? Uh, is it seventh graders? If you have a seventh grader, you get free oh, access right. for the family. There was a program, and I don't remember case because um, I think it was two grades actually. I think it was like seventh and eighth. Um, but I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I don't know the specifics anymore. There's a similar one for what grade are you in? Seventh. Get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's a similar thing for ski mountains, right? Yeah. Skiing in Pennsylvania, they offer is that up fourth grade. I, I think you're right because we got them mm-hmm. free ski passes for kids I, in fourth grade. Fourth not, and fifth. Fourth and fifth grade. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's to promote the sport and uh, and tourism as well, huh. and local tourism. And you get free lift tickets to any mountain in the state, and the kids can and can go learn. It's it's a wonderful uh, program. What's the next uh, park up on your list, Nick? Did you uh, so I'm doing uh, Death Valley. In ah. um, in April, and uh, I've you, been on the periphery. I have not. Yeah, well, you never want to go to Death Valley yeah, in yeah. the summer months, and right. so, um, so you want to go skiing in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the rainy season, which is like an inch of rain, is is now and uh, February. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to do that, and then maybe hit the Grand Canyon for a little bit, and then yeah, this summer is going to be glacier. And um, you know, if if you're interested in going to glacier, try to get there sooner rather than later because the glaciers are actually disappearing. So it, you know, it's worth going to see them now. Yeah, Joshua Tree National Park. Yes, okay, that's in California as well. Uh, so today is one of only five free days at uh, national parks this year, which is pretty cool. We don't even talk oh, anymore. Boys to men. Yeah. At White Sands. Yeah, that sounds pretty familiar. Kat, do you remember this song? Uh, yes. They uh, did a parody of them on uh, Schooled. I showed you the guys oh, yeah. the video. It's called so Boys to Street. So funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I do remember this. Marissa's singing, too. Wait a minute. She's got to come over here. She's a big Boys to Men fan. Yes, Marissa? Uh, Speaking of which, I'm really pissed off that they wore 49ers jerseys last night during the game. Did they? Were they, they at sang, the game? They sang the national anthem and wore 49ers well, jerseys. Well, they, they kind of have to, right? They, <laughs> they what just, are they going to wear, Eagle stuff? No, yeah. no they the didn't biggest, have to wear a jersey. The biggest talk was Rob Lowe uh, was at the game and he was wearing an NFL hat. And people were like, Rob Lowe is the kind of guy who will go to a concert and wear a shirt that just says music. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Uh, something else I wanted to point out on this uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Obviously, one of the uh, you know one of the revered Americans and revered African American as well, a hero. Uh, and there was another hero I wanted to point out. This is really cool. The fourth Ford class carrier. This is an aircraft carrier. Yeah, is going to be named in honor of World War II icon Doris Miller, who was the first black recipient of the Navy Cross. And his name is Doris. I never knew that. Right. Um, and he was a hero at the uh, the Battle of Pearl Harbor, uh, at the invasion. Uh, Navy officials confirmed. Now, you'll remember his story, Steve, because he, Cuba Gooding Jr., portrayed yep. him yep. in the movie he Pearl Harbor. He was, a, a, I guess, working in the... Uh, in the um Kitchen, yeah, in the yeah. mess, yeah, right, and then so, jumped on a machine gun. So they named a CVN, uh, the naming of CVN eighty one. That was officially the, the 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 title of this this craft before they named it. 
is expected to be announced during a ceremony today in Pearl Harbor by Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley. Uh, Miller was widely recognized as one of the first U.S. heroes of World War II. Huh. Yeah, his, yeah. Because it, it just reason. started. Yeah. yeah. And his legacy has been a touchstone for African-American sailors in the service. Uh, here's what happened. During the Japanese Navy attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941, then mess attendant Third Class Miller took charge of an anti-aircraft battery uh, anti-aircraft, on, I meant, yeah. on the USS West Virginia firing on enemy aircraft until running out of ammunition. Uh, According to him, Miller recalled after the battle, he said, it wasn't hard, I just pulled the trigger and she worked just fine. Uh, He said, I guess I fired her for about 15 minutes, and I think I got one of those planes. They were diving pretty close to us. Then, uh, and this was another thing that was depicted in the movie, and I wasn't sure if they had just kind of fluffed it up a little bit for the role, but uh, he assisted the battleship's commander and several others off of the ship before it sank, uh, and, in fact, uh, for his actions, he received the Navy Cross in 1942, presented by Fleet Adam Chester Nimitz on the deck of the USS Enterprise. Uh, and also, they, they said in the presentation, a citation read, um, while at the side of his captain on the bridge, Miller, desp- uh, despite enemy strafing and bombing and in the face of uh, serious fire, assisted in moving his captain, who had been mortally wounded, to a place of greater safety, and later manned and operated a machine gun directed at enemy Japanese attacking aircraft until ordered to leave the bridge. He got the captain out of there. Yeah, just amazing. You know, here's a dude that works in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, uh, jumping up and stepping up and, and, and taking over where he needed to. The, uh, a, a sad point of this, though, he, he continued to serve in the Navy until 1943, and he was killed, I didn't know this, by a Japanese torpedo attack. Uh, on an escort carrier, uh, the USS uh, Liscombe Bay. Uh, Naming an aircraft carrier for an enlisted sailor is a break from the naming trends of the past several decades. So uh, he's getting a uh, a carrier named after him. That's pretty damn awesome. Uh, It absolutely is. The the fatality rate or the... uh, Your your odds of surviving if you were a, a submariner... In World War II was very, very uh, nominal. They they had a high mm. degree of death. Uh, you know, with the with that, my my father in law who passed away many many years after, thankfully, uh, was a Submariner, and uh, yeah, it's a wild wild thing. It's hard to believe, but next year will mark the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Yep. Oh my God! I believe. Yeah, it, and impressive the amount of people, the amount of legendary, uh, heroic stories that were generated from that one attack. Uh, we we had a guy who was uh, who come who came on board the ship when we were on the uh, John C. Stennis, the aircraft carrier, and uh, he was a Congressional Medal of Honor winner, and uh, that was pretty wild when everything came to a stop. To well, yeah, him. they uh, they they rang a bell yeah. and they made an announcement. Uh, you know, it was a Medal of Honor winner on board. You yeah. know, something along those lines. We were like, whoa, man. It was pretty, pretty damn impressive. And he, he could not stop talking about this Boys to Men video that he... Oh, it was just, you know, why not? We don't Beautiful song. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the the head of the, uh, the Doris Miller Memorial in Waco, Texas, said without him really knowing, he actually was a part of the civil rights movement because he changed the thinking in the Navy about, uh, you know, uh, black soldiers and, and black uh, military. And, and yeah. so it was... Um, it was he. He was just doing his, you know, he was just doing his duty. Stepped up, did what he did what he had to do. Pretty amazing, amazing story. Pretty amazing. I wanted to touch on one other thing about this day in particular, January twentieth. It is known as Blue Monday. Yes. Allegedly, the most depressing day of the year. 
Yep. Uh, yeah, this is... That's subjective. This has been a thing for uh, the past couple of years, and they cite this day. And, and what is the confluence of events that leads it to be perceived as the most depressing day of the year? So the third Monday in January each year. So it doesn't always fall on the 20th. It doesn't right. always fall on this exact date. It's just the third Monday in January of each year. So this was um, first referenced in a press release by a group called Sky Travel in 2005. It's a company... Uh, that uh, wanted to calculate when people tend to book their holidays. So they commissioned a British psychologist, a guy named Dr. Cliff Arnall. All right, I'll see what I can find. Uh, to create a formula to do just that and find out when the most uh, uh, the, the most depressing day of the year is so people tend to book their holidays. So uh, he took the advance they gave him, spent it on hookers, and a day before the thing. It's the third Monday in every January. Uh, the Ar- Arnold claimed that his formula, which supposedly pinpointed the most depressing time of the year, could predict <coughs> excuse me, when people would book trips to sunny, happy holiday destinations. All right. Which is funny because we were making vacation plans over the weekend. Uh, his theory took into account seasonal weather, the time that it elapsed since Christmas, levels of personal debt, and monthly income. Adding all those factors together, Arnall had argued that the third Monday in January was the most depressing day of the year, and therefore the day when high numbers of people would book their tropical escapes. So up on the screen here in the studio, Preston, is an actual formula. Yeah, I've got the rundown <laughs> of, the, uh, of the parameters of this. In 2007, he also claimed... That he'd used his formula to pinpoint the happiest day of the year, which he said usually falls around June 20th. That's a good time of year. It's near my birthday. Um, So the equation contains seven variables, including weather, debt, monthly salary, time since Christmas, time since failed quit attempt, low motivational levels, and the need to take action. So by assessing these variables, a numerical value, or assigning them a numerical value, Arnold claimed that he pinpointed the third Monday in January as the most depressing day in the calendar. Unfortunately for him, though, his formula has been debunked by fellow psychologists. He's popular. And roundly mocked by many in the scientific community. They pointed out... What a jerk off. ...that with no explanation as to how the formula assigns numerical values to factors like weather... Uh-huh. Uh, ...his prediction is meaningless. Right, because weather is a variable. Uh, exactly, yeah. So... So he's a creep. Despite widespread criticism of the Blue Monday concept, the term has stayed in popular imagination years after his initial announcement. Uh, there's no question that, that January is kind of a pain in the ass. I think... February gets a, even more so because by February, by like mid-February, I've had it. I've had it with the weather. I'm officially, I'm done. Cabin fever months is yeah. what you referred to as. Which which person in the hierarchy of British the by British scientific community came up with steak and BJ day? Oh, uh, I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I don't remember who Lord it was. Lord yeah. Um yeah, I, I think I tend to get more depressed. Well, I'm still feeling the glow of the holidays and all that stuff. And, and I'm not a de- depressed sort of person. But in the in the, in the the throes of cabin fever in February, in March, uh, that's when it starts to take its toll. And you're just biting at the bit to go outside in shorts. Plus, yep. this January hasn't been so bad. Yeah, it has not been. I was actually in shorts and a T-shirt yeah. about a week and a half ago. Right. Yeah. 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 
Uh, does anybody have uh, Christmas decorations still up? I do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most of them are down, but I, I take them. I, I don't put the pressure on myself because I put up so much uh-huh. to get them all down. I in, uh, just pe- have some lights outside. That's, that's it. it. I don't yeah, have likewise. Them all, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not much. I was in uh, two people's homes over the past two weekends, and they both had their Christmas tree still up. And I was like, oh, my God. Because my, mine are still up. This weekend, we did a massive purge. of. So we have we have a whole Christmas section in the unfinished side of our basement of where yeah. you stash the stuff, the you know, the 11 months out of the year. Yep. And so uh, I was like, I told Rochelle, before we put all the stuff away, we had just kind of set it, uh, the stuff that we were going to put back in there away, and we set it aside. And I said, look at all this other stuff we have there, all the stuff we didn't use this year. Yeah. I'm like, can we please, pretty please, go through all that and get rid, get of, rid of it? stuff that we don't need? Yeah. So we did that this weekend. Oh, thank God. Oh, my For God. some reason, it makes you feel so good. So good much better. So good. Yeah, so not only did we put our stuff away, we really did the number yeah. on it. So. Uh, hopefully you've gotten to it yet. In fact, I think it was last week, yeah, or maybe it was uh, the, even the week before that where I said, you should have your stuff put away by now, according to the quote <laughs> Yeah, that rules. ain't going to happen. Man, we'll see. By the end of January, in about another week, a week and a half, it'll all be gone. But if this is your your, your Blue Monday, as you know, per that, uh, uh, that study, and you are planning your trips right now, maybe for a vacation down the road, maybe you want to consider the shortest commercial flight in the world. Hmm. Really? Yes. How long would you guys think the shortest commercial hmm. flight in the world is? I'm right. going to say, because uh, I've been on some super short ones, 20 minutes. I- I'm going to say um, six minutes. Okay. Anybody else? That's that's probably a good guess. The shortest one I ever did was Philly to JFK, mm-hmm. and it was part of uh, an international flight. So we started in Philly, went to JFK, picked up a whole bunch more people, and then went from JFK on. And how Do, long was that? That was like 20, Yeah, yeah I've done, I've like done that. that flight before, yeah. 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 Well, uh, is that like, um, okay. They show it, a movie. Is that a flight where you can actually fly and, and get out of the plane? Oh, I don't yeah, you have to. You can actually sit on the wings. I no. What <laughs> well, I mean, I, what I mean is, I like, took a prop plane from here to JFK, okay. and then we got on the jet and went yeah. over yeah. overseas. Okay, why? No, I was just wondering if like people actually can fly from Philadelphia to JFK and then get out and and go and go about their 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 day like a, like a commuter. Oh, you yeah, mean yeah, just yeah, yeah. to go to yeah. New York? Oh, I yeah. See, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you probably could. Yes. We stayed on the same plane. It was a 747. Most of the passengers they right. picked up was, were in New York, but that was okay. just our flight. That's what Annabelle does. <laughs> yes. Uh, anybody else? Shortest, I, shortest I flight. I have no guess. All right. No guess. You have uh, no guess. I think it's got to be about... Because by the time you take off and you land, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 15 minutes. Okay. Shortest flight in the world is 90 seconds. What? 90 seconds. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Come on. Stop it. Wow. Tucked away in the Northern Isles of Scotland... Scottish regional airline Loganair uh, operates the 1.7-mile flight between Islands Westray and Papa Westray. <laughs> While the flight is scheduled for 90 seconds, typically it runs closer to 60 seconds. Oh there you go. <laughs> With the trade winds. So I guess it's either that or a um, a ferry, or maybe they don't have a ferry on that particular side of the island. Um, it's I mean, a, you can't, like, how high is the plane getting? It's essentially, you know, for the the people who live there, but it's a it's a legitimate uh, flight that is that is necessary. They carry teachers and students and uh, visiting. In ten health. seconds, we're going to turn off the seatbelt sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then in fifteen seconds after that, I'll put it back on. Ask you to return to your seat. <laughs> 
Uh, tourists and... Welcome aboard, Flight 414. Thank you for flying, <laughs> Flight 414. <laughs> and island residents traveling to and from mainland Orkney uh, for a range of appointments. Uh, so I would have to... Stewardess is going to turn on the holes and begin in-flight beverage service. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> if I regularly did that flight, I would have to try and hold my breath for the uh, the duration. Yeah, of the, see if of you can make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when I whenever I go through the Lehigh Tunnel, I'm like, All right, I can hold my breath. You know what? Next time you do that, sing the last line of "Happy Birthday" and see if you can hold it the whole yeah. way through. <laughs> now, how high do you go? How high does the flight go? It, are you assuming it, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't give the details because you can't join the Mile High Club, right? No, you'd be like the Hundred Yard Club. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's sixty seconds. So sometimes, uh, where they're like, uh, for example, the flight to from Seattle to Spokane. Uh, which I did a couple times uh, is super short. So one of, the, one of the one of the most terrifying flights I've ever been on was really? one of those flights. It was a puddle jumper mm-hmm. through a lightning storm. Yahoo! Uh, so the the shortest commercial flight in the U.S. is 16 minutes, uh, and it's United via <laughs> SkyWest. Uh, it allows passengers to fly from uh, San Francisco to Santa Rosa in Sonoma County. Mm. That's the shortest. Flight. Is there a flight that is technically you getting on one side of the plane and just immediately de- <laughs> disembarking on the other side of the plane? Not that I'm aware yeah. of. Well, the shortest flight I ever went on was from Philly to Boston, and we did that also with uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. We we should do something like that again. I we, want to. Yeah, we that did was so much fun. Right? It was an. How long did it take? An hour and ten minutes? No, uh, forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, started the show here. I went to the airport, got on a plane, went to Boston, flew back to Philly, then made it back here by the end of the show. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun, and we yeah. and you got a police escort on the way back. I don't think I would have made it back <laughs> had it not been for the police escort. So uh-huh. thank you to our Philadelphia police for being awesome. We, yeah. Well, so where's our where's our next location to try to get to? Uh, all right, so within the show, Pittsburgh so is we, one. Yeah, I think Charlotte was one of the Shit. options because people. Uh, it's not that much longer than a flight to Boston and. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure American flies direct from Philly to Charlotte. And there, a, a there's lot. a hub there, right? And there's, there's a, a hub, hub there. in Charlotte, yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of flights out of there. Pittsburgh can be done. You're right. Pittsburgh is it's about what a five hour drive, something like that. Yeah, yeah four I and think half, so. Five, yeah. yeah, okay, so it's closer than Boston. I'd love to go to a place where there are a lot of presidents. Palm listeners. trees. <laughs> where a lot of what? Palm trees. I'm kidding. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. Um, no, where where <laughs> listeners could greet. Yes, because when we did the Boston one, there was you know eight or nine people that showed up, which yeah. was cool. It was still cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, wasn't that we went there because the company that owned us at the time, right? That's where they were headquartered. That was home office. We so figured should we, we try we... to get to Naples and then back? <laughs> I think so because we, we expected a big greeting from our own company up in Boston, and that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and we used to have our old company had its own corporate aircraft. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what and we that ori- would fly down to North Carolina all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. I think we originally wanted to do that, and they were like, right. "Yeah, no." no how how long a flight? How long a flight to uh, to Miami? That's oh, like three know. hours. Three yeah, hours. Yeah. Be about that. Right, if we just did a six-hour show. Yeah. Well, we do a five-and-a-half-hour show. Wait, Nick, did you get something while you were there? I brought calendars. We did a calendar raid, and so I think the thing that I'm carrying is uh, that. And then there were... Sam there was, Adams? Were, I brought, show some, yeah. Somebody from Sam Adams showed up and brought us beer in the uh, yeah. in the terminal. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. It really, it was a ton of fun. We flew right over to New York. You could see, you know, you look out the window because, as Steve, to your point earlier, yeah. you're not getting that high up. So yeah. you had good views all up the eastern seaboard. It was a beautiful day. It was crystal clear. And, um, uh, yeah, I guess case of, like, just under an hour uh, was what the uh, what the flight was. I tell you, one of the coolest flights I took was uh, from here. And I, f- I forgot what my destination was. It was headed out west. <laughs> 
And we took a route I had never flown before, and I didn't know which part of the country. We were, I just knew we were headed west. But they took us on a northern flight, and we flew by the uh, the Great Lakes. I had never ah, seen the Great Lakes from cool. the sky. That's a wild flight, yeah. Awesome. Could you I'm see like, Chicago? I'm, like, looking out going... There's no ocean around here. What is this? And yeah. I and and then yeah, I could see. I saw Detroit. Uh, I could clearly pick out what these cities were just because of their position on the water. And they're all they're written in big letters from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. <laughs> uh, that was pretty awesome. So uh, there are some cool flights that you can take. Obviously, it's some shorter, some longer. All right, we'll have so, to we'll have to pick our uh, our next location: Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Buffalo. Charlotte. All reachable. Do you know that Nashville? Wanna, so quickly, what I think we should do is if we can pick some sort of food item or something, we'd want him to transport back. Yeah. If he oh, could bring yeah. it back. Go swap. Yeah. Right. That's bring a great some, idea. Uh, bring some pretzels or a cheese It has to be something, something they can like get that. on a plane, though. I like it. In your like in it. your carry-on. So yeah. I'm assuming, uh, you know. Go to Maine, get some lobster. Two ounces of, <laughs> two ounces of soup. <laughs> what was it, the caller earlier? The meatloaf. I'll get yeah. some <laughs> two ounces of meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be great. All right, well, listen, uh, quickly, before we break, I want to say congratulations to a friend of ours. You hear him? We call him Dave Balsacki. Yeah! His real name is Dave Nabalski, and uh, he works for Live Nation. And he and his wife, they welcomed a new baby into uh-huh. the world. Uh, born yesterday, Case? Actually, Saturday. Yes, Saturday. Saturday. All right. Saturday? So we Saturday. welcome Jerome Bradley Nabalski, or Jerome Bradley Balsacki. <laughs> Uh, and seven pounds, four ounces, 21 inches long. So congratulations to Dave and Ashley. We're very happy for you guys. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Ah, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020. Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Oh, wow. Disturbed. Royal Blood. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads, The Who. And Jackson's local shots opener, Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Mentioned the uh, the MMRBQ and uh, looking forward to that. I had a rock-filled weekend. Rock! Personally, it was loads of rock. Rock! Uh, my band, Saint, we played uh, the Trap Tavern. On Friday night, and uh, our guitarist Mark had pointed out something I didn't realize until uh, he had said it. But he's like, uh, "You're you're running on 24 hours press mm-hmm. because by the time we packed up all our equipment and stuff, it was you know 2 a.m. And I'm like, "Yeah, I got up before <laughs> I got up at four oh, o'clock man. this morning to yeah. go to work, and here I am at 2 a.m. finishing the day up." I've had a few of those. We all have, <sighs> man. Uh, but you stay in it. For the chicks, it was uh, it was packed with chicks, man. Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. The, the place was mobbed. I just got a, uh, um, a comment on Instagram of a a gal who used to work at the trap. She came out too. She said I couldn't get anywhere near the stage. She said it was so packed. Wow. And I used to work there. I even went tried going through the kitchen to get around that way and couldn't get anywhere near you no guys. No kidding. It was mobbed. Where'd you guys it, play? It's just in a corner. It they don't have a stage. No. So you so you, we're just you walk flat. in the 
doors and it's like straight to the back? I came in through the back. So, yeah, I guess okay. so. Straight towards the back. Because you went to her sinus. So I you went to her sinus. You know the trap tavern But well. it's changed. The, the, it's, the it's called the corner at the trap case. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we had a great time. And there was a guy who, in the second set, I, I, I looked up and he made it to the very, very front. And he had a sign that said... I drove two hours to come see Preston. Oh, no way. And then his hashtag, he put a hashtag on the sign that said, hashtag my Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he come from, do you he recall? He came from Bloomsburg. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 after the song was over that we were playing when he was holding up the sign, I'm like, I got, get up here, dude. And I had to get a give him a big bear hug on stage. Uh, but I was talking to him and his fiance. They were a lot of fun. I wish I had written down their names because I do not remember them. Yeah, uh, but they were <clears throat> they were very very cool. And a lot of listeners of uh, of WMMR and the Preston and Steve show came That's out. So cool. It was a lot of fun. And I did a little special drum solo with a nod to Neil Peart. Did uh, the crowd react? Did yeah, they know? yeah, you had yeah. a lot of. Neil Peart fans, I'm sure, in the group, in the yeah. audience. Yeah, we did. Uh, so I, I, I added some cowbell. Yeah, more cowbell. To my drum solo. I added a lot of cowbell to it because there's a part in the in the YYZ solo where uh, Neil does this little thing. And some of his solos throughout the years where he does this little thing on the cowbells. And it became pretty synonymous with one of his drum solos. And I did that. I didn't pull it off exactly the way I wanted it to. But it was close enough. And it was a lot of fun. And then we played we played Limelight. And uh, there's a section that comes out of the solo back into the, the regular you know the, the the chorus of the song, right? And it's an odd time signature. It's very hard to get it just right. And every time we get it right, we're pretty damn satisfied with ourselves. Yeah, and we nailed it. Nailed oh. it. Nailed it. Nailed it. So I was really happy that we that we pulled off uh, the rush properly uh, on Friday night. So thanks to everybody that came out. Uh, next gig's going to be in Delco. I know. Really? That's where. The, uh, that's what I'm going to. JT Brewski's. Right? Brewski's. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, are you scared? I, I, no, I'm not oh. scared. Oh, Should okay. be. <laughs> I probably should be, but uh, I I don't know the the date. Uh, I'll, I'll get it eventually and pass that information. Right there on Oak Avenue, Preston, just a couple of uh, doors down from the first place. I ever bought a keg? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. There's actually a plaque there. Yeah, there is a Casey plaque. Casey bought his first keg here. <laughs> bought a keg of Molson Golden on my 21st birthday. But Molson Gold. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like good beer. Sure, why not? <laughs> Better than Natty Light, yeah. right? Did you get lit? Uh, yes, I. It did. was good beer. Not a party bowl? You got a keg? No, I got a keg. It was my birthday. (laughs) Nice. Like a whole half keg? Like a half barrel? Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, well, I had, uh, you know, a couple of friends over. I can imagine. <laughs> Unexpected guest drop by. Couple, so anyway, yeah, we're gonna, we're going to be playing Brewskis. I'll let you know uh, the date on that in in the near future. But the other rock thing I did this is my first time doing this. Uh, so a friend of mine, Jim, his son uh, attends the School of Rock of the Main Line. Yeah, obviously we've known about School of Rock for years, and we've had him by here in the studio. Some of the students come by and play. Well, apparently, what they do regularly is they have concerts. So these kids jam together. They work on songs. The instructors give them a theme of sorts to uh, to work on. And then they have a concert. And I think they do it like a couple times a month. I mean, like they have they have other ones coming up. That many up. times. I was so impressed with these kids. Uh, ran the, the gamut of ages. I mean, the, the youngest kid, the guitar, he had, he had a Gibson SG. I don't, I don't think it was yeah. a, a real one. I think it was like a knockoff. But anyhow... Uh, it looked gigantic on him. <laughs> he was tiny, but there he was up there playing. So the theme of this one yeah. was Black Sabbath. No <laughs> kidding. It was two hours and 20 minutes of nothing but Black Sabbath. And so the next one I think they're doing is The Grateful Dead. So they go all over the place. And there's one that's going to be like uh, Riot Girls and another one's like okay. a punk thing. So they so they go all over the spectrum of rock. How did they do? They did great. Yeah, it was so it was so cool and impressive and fun 
Uh, and my friend Jim's son, Aiden, plays guitar. And once you're a senior in high school, you essentially you age out and you you're, you can't be a student here anymore. Like Menudo. So this is his last yeah. year uh, performing with him, so I was glad to get to go and see him play. But he played uh, guitar and bass and keyboards as multi-instrumentalist and stuff. So. Two and a half hour show is pretty uh It was pretty chunky. Duty. Yeah. It was, it was pretty long, but, uh, and I was so tired because I had the gig <laughs> the night before. But they were they were really entertaining, and it was so cool just to see these kids and what schools like this do. Because there's another school that my kids went to, which is called Rock and Roll After School, and that's kind of in the Collegeville area. Um, but they get kids to play together. They don't just show you, you know, how, how to play an instrument. Right. They, they teach you that if you want, and then they say, okay, we're going to put you in these groups yeah. and have you work on music together because eventually that's what it comes down to. You as a musician need to be rela- need to be able to relate with other musicians playing other instruments and to have a synergy there. And so it, it was so cool. It was fun. And they were dude, they were they were going deep on Sabbath. They were playing some stuff I had never heard of and I was a I was like a mid uh, Sabbath fan, but I had friends who were diehard who would have loved this. That's wild that they go from Sabbath to the Grateful Dead yeah. and they're jumping all around. Yeah. Uh, and so how many people attended? Uh, there was probably, I don't know, 40, 30 people in the audience. That's pretty and cool. Mainly, you know, the parents of the kids. Right, right. But everybody, every single song was a new group of kids. Like, oh. they, they cycled in and out. I didn't left know that. Right. Okay. So it's like when a kid would play a bass on one song, then leave, and then three songs later, he'd come up and play guitar. The girls were playing guitar and bass, and uh, there weren't any female drummers. That was the one thing. I would like to see some female drummers. But, uh, yeah, they cycled through, like, six different drummers, and it was... I you know and and uh, Jim was kind of apologizing to me. He's like, "Thanks for coming. I'm sorry. It's so long." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "I'm actually really, me. <laughs> I'm actually really digging this." Oh, yeah. that's awesome! I thought it was so neat uh, to see kids of that age, and especially diving deep into this music that they've probably never heard before. No, no, and gaining and, and, an appreciation for it. And honestly, we've been blown away. You talk about the times they've come in here and been a part of anything yeah. that we had going on. We're always amazed at how good they are. What was the age group, Preston? I think you said, but I missed it. I, You know what? I, I'm all, all the way up to seniors. Okay. So, you know, 17, 18, 19. Uh, but the youngest kid looked about... Preemie? 12. Not a preemie. Oh, okay. no, they were definitely... The weight <laughs> oh, okay. was good. It was safe. Uh... You know, 11, 12 years old, something like that. I'm curious if you're a 12-year-old uh, to a senior in high school as to, like, which, quote-unquote, classic rock band is the coolest right now? Because they, they, it goes in waves. And uh, last year, Queen made a major resurgence mm. because of the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I but think Zeppelin seems, is, almost, is always, Zeppelin does always too, yeah. a go-to. But lately, always. I've heard a lot of Ozzy and a lot of Black Sabbath. And I don't know exactly what's led hmm. to that. Okay. There are certain things... Um, Yes, yeah, certain things, certain, uh, you know, obviously, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie, certainly fueled a lot of the Queen adoration, but, they, the, but it was there before. Some of the kids were dressing the part, acting like Ozzy, uh-huh. you know, and, and doing stuff like that, wearing, you yeah. know, black uh, circles around their eyes and stuff. And, Snorting crushed up sweet tarts? Uh, I didn't notice <laughs> oh, okay. any of that, but um, no, it was it, it was cool, but that's a good question, you know, yeah, Queen definitely hit a high Within the past year or so, like you said, Zeppelin's always, always. up there. I wonder if the, the well, the Who maybe there's there's I don't uh, know. Hmm. Uh, a or you know Pink Floyd. Uh, For a yeah. long time, you know, when you go to a Petty show, um, it was such it was all age groups at Tom yeah. Petty. You know, yeah. so it, it was kids and um, preteens, even all the way up to, to people who've been listening and enjoying Petty their whole lives. So. Um, 
you know, some of these bands you can still go see. And, and I, I went to see The Who at the ballpark last summer, and there were a lot of people of all different age groups. But it was a ballpark show, too. Yeah. So there was, you know, the capacity was uh, such that a lot of people could come. Yeah. So uh, it was cool. I just wanted to mention that. I think, no, I yeah. Think, I think it's a great program. And where was it again? Where they uh, have these shows? It was, in, uh, it was School of Rock of the main line. There were, there were a few different School of Rocks. Uh, so this was in Wayne. Okay. I where it was. Um, so it was just cool, and it, it gave me hope. Uh, for the music of rock. You said afterwards you drove over to some house and smashed a windshield, right? I was so <laughs> fired up that I did that. No. Uh, but it was nice to see that kids were doing that. Now, this is not so nice to see, but Casey brought me uh, up to speed on this. The uh, the Ritz at the Boars is uh, shutting down. Huh. Yeah, it says here, uh, this was uh, an article by Gary Thompson. It says that's a wrap. Center City Art House Theater Ritz at the Boars to close by the end of January. Huh. Hmm. I've so seen, a lot of movies there. I've seen a fair amount of flicks there. Absolutely. Uh, so that's you saw kinda, the Dark Knight there. Did we see the Dark Knight? Yeah, there? I think we saw it there. Yeah, I definitely saw the. Um, I saw uh, Hunger Games there. Yeah, and I've seen. I, I saw one of the Star Wars movies there. I, I can't remember which ones I've seen there, but I've seen a bunch there. Uh, it just seems like a um, such a specific spot yeah I, I don't know what it could end up being if it's not a movie theater yeah that's true it's in a weird little spot yeah you got to go out of your way to get over to it yep maybe that's why they're closing yeah down. it could be know. the issue yeah. uh but uh yeah they're gonna shut down but by there, the... is, there is parking near there it's not like you know, like i think the toughest place uh to park is is um the ritz five that's like right on the cobblestone area you're on the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one you kind of have to, you know, either get lucky by you know getting there early enough, or you know, park a few blocks away or whatever. Ritz East is, a, I think, a little bit easier to park for. Is that second Ritz East. Ritz East is like front front. Yeah, it's around the corner from the Ritz Five. Ritz right? Five is second. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'd sad to see that yeah. shut down. Yeah, it was like when uh, I mean, not as as big, but when the the truck shut down, I'm like, really. No, I, you hate to see anything like this go away. It's it's been a part of so many good experiences. Yeah, that's too bad. That's where we made out. Yeah, in the, in the dark, it was yeah. awesome. It was beautiful. It's, you know, I got caught up in the moment. Wait for the lights to go down. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, sporting goods store in Wayne called Wayne Sporting Goods, yeah. uh, and it's been around for 55, 60 years. And they just announced last week that they're closing. Oh man, it's family owned and operated. The guy that's been running it for the last however long number of decades <laughs> got it from his father. You know, and it's just like it's a family run place. But it's difficult for a town sporting goods store to compete with the big box stores yeah, or, or online shopping. Yeah, I used to get all of my sneakers at Austin's, and Austin Sporting Goods is not like a it's like a butcher shop or somewhere. It's a, like a hoagie shop. They still sell sneakers? <laughs> they don't. They don't. But there's a funny video making the rounds on, on Facebook. It's it's good for um, – it, it's a Delco video, but I think it really – it's it's good for for any area, but it's you know it, you know Delco people in Delco will give directions uh, according to places that used to be there, right? <laughs> right? Yep. So it's like uh, the first direction is like, all right, I'm, I'll meet you at the Dunkin' Donuts. Just go down the Blue Route, and you're gonna turn left at Heckinger's, right? And like Heckinger's hasn't been there for like 20 years or so. Do you guys even know what Heckinger's is? No, but I've, I've heard, heard you the name. It, yeah, yeah it's like a it hardware store. Okay. It's like a Home Depot. Yeah. My dad does that when yeah. giving directions. He, he'll he'll talk about places that haven't been around for 30 or 40 years. All right, you can go down and make a left at the Colossus of Rhodes. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of endearing. He's like, it yeah. was there 30 years ago. I got a sandwich there. It was good. And yeah. you're like, well, I, okay, that doesn't help me now. But, you know, in his All mind, right. that's how we, how do you get to the you place. You make a left, and then you're at Pangira. Yeah. <laughs> well, people still say the Bazaar, and the Bazaar has not been there forever. The Bazaar is now a 
a Home Depot and a Acme, and um, I mean the movie theater there is not even a movie theater anymore. It's it's a it's a Model Sporting Goods. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, it's it's the way it goes. But these there's such a permanent part of your of your memory, mm-hmm. and uh, to have them go away is, is sad. And also, are they going to open up another theater to replace it somewhere within the city proper, or is that it? I didn't read the article. <laughs> I don't know. I just know the Ritz is... is That's uh, all you need to know. Say something about there being a... Uh, uh, Walter like, Cronkite never read the full story. No. Yeah. yeah I, 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 don't, I don't know why. That's the way it is. I just said, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was uh, some sort of uh, restaurant uh, theater going on. Mm. I, oh, you, you guys, mean like a movie tavern? Yeah. Do you guys something? do movie tavern a lot? Yeah. Fair amount. Yeah. Okay. I, I never have. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I don't know. If I just it's... bring ribs in, in my Wait pocket. A minute. You food and movies? I did one. It's not movie tavern, but there's a place down on uh, Painter's Crossing. If you go down, you'll yeah. pass the uh, Heckinger's on your left. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, the AMC in Plymouth Meeting has uh, the movie tavern style. So it's big seats and um, and service. Yeah, I have a hard time getting in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They don't come to serve you inside the theater. No. They don't? Uh-huh. No. There was uh-huh. buttons on the seats. I went and saw Star Wars. Uh, those are ejected. That's to recline. No, that's recline. <laughs> those they actually recline. eject you out to the restaurant you want to go to. Uh, There's did... one in Flower Town. Hold on, Nick. Did they have a table? Yeah. They have a table for you? I think so. Where? <laughs> no. Christ. Where did you say? The AMC in Plymouth meeting. No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> I thought they did. They very well might. No, I I was there. The last movie I saw, I think it was Spider-Man Homecoming. It would have been a little while ago, but they they didn't come and certain. Now, they have a bar. They sell beer. Yeah, you can get booze. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That's That's what you were thinking. But they're not coming to your movie tavern. They actually, there's wait staff that comes throughout the movie and serves you, correct? Yes. Is it distracting, though? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, that's you know what to expect. I mean, that's what you're getting. And they're they're not zipping in and out during the whole movie. Once the once the the bulk of the movie starts, one or two people might order something, right. and so they're not. It's there's not constantly wait staff coming in and out. They, there's a, there's a lull where there's not much going on. Then shortly before the movie ends, you guys probably hate this. That's when they start bringing your bill. You know, so <laughs> you might want to. So they kind of get most people get their orders in before the movie starts. Yeah, it's okay. it's definitely recommended to get there. You know, I'd get there thirty minutes before the yeah, movie starts. Yeah. I'm such a lunatic; I'd, I'd be distracted. Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't but it's but people who go and I love, love it. it, love it. So more power to you, and anything that gets people back into the theaters, yep. uh, is cool. I know anyway. you like getting to to movies and places ahead of time. I I um I like to get there just as the movie is starting. I it doesn't give yeah. Me... You always all our screenings. You're always late. I'm no. I'm right on time. I walk in <laughs> just as the movie's about to start. Don't you get for nervous? me that's late. If no. you you have to be there. I, I like to sit there for an hour before, uh, nervously trying to uh, will people to not sit near me, <laughs> and then the movie starts. All right, hold on. Somebody texts in says Plymouth Meeting serves you in theater. Uh-huh. I, I didn't order service, but I thought I saw people coming in and serving, but. Wait, which one? Is, is why don't you check it online? They would probably mention if they do or don't. The is one, that the one by the mall? Or yeah, the one by the Lego store in the mall or whatever. And that's an I AMC. was just there. Nobody served anything to but me. Benny Hanna, well, maybe you didn't order anything. But you, how how would I order anything? <laughs> how come they're not just randomly bringing me <laughs> the food? Button, the button. <laughs> no, no. no it's the the button. There's a button. There's not. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Then it has I to don't be understand. I've been sitting here for ten minutes. And nobody just randomly brought me food. Then it must be. It must not be all theaters. So the seats that we sat in were like movie tavern style seats. They were huge and comfortable. Yeah, me and there too. Were, there were buttons on either side and cup holders. And mm-hmm. so um, what are the buttons for? Buttons for for calling in the server. No, reclining the chair. <laughs> 
We're going to need an official. Yeah. Someone is going to need to call us and tell us. And they've I would, actually had food served to them, to them at, their. at the Plymouth Meeting AMC. You know why I know? Because that damn concession stand line is the longest movie line I've ever had to wait in. Plymouth really? Meeting? Plymouth Meeting. They, AMC? It's, it's always so long and... I don't know if it's because they don't move quickly or is it just because it takes forever. I don't know. But, I mean, I've been to bigger theaters and that line uh, at Plymouth Meeting is always so long. It takes forever. Last couple movies I've seen there. I don't want to beat up on businesses, but there were talkers in the theater. And I'm like, okay, I'll find somewhere else to go see a movie. No kidding. (laughs) Oh, so you won't go there anymore? Well, I, if, if I if I really need to, I will because the the, the seats are great, yeah, beautiful theater and everything. But I just uh, there were a couple times where I got talkers and I'm like, I, I freak out, I can't deal. Listen, with this. Those um, reserved seats, those bigger reclining seats, uh, has made movie going so much That's more enjoyable. The one thing I love about I love there it. is that you reserve your seats. Yes, when you go, then I can do the Casey. Mm-hmm. I'll stroll in five minutes before right. the movie starts. When you, you reserve your seats. big luxurious seat, though, you can. How how far is the spacing between you and people around you who are potential talkers? Uh, a lot. I mean, yeah. There's it's well, really there's really spread out. Yeah, still next you. to you. Can you can you hit them? No, you probably your arm's length. No, probably okay. you'd have to Damn stand it. on your seat. I thought you were going to fist bump. Right no. <laughs> I was trying to say Casey and I are about the distance part. I went like this. Casey <laughs> thought I was going to fist bump. I yeah man. I took Seamus to see Star Wars over the Christmas break, and there were. Kids sitting in front of us, and they were, you know, high schoolish, and they were talking during the previews. And Seamus looked at me out, and I looked at him like, and I was thinking, okay, I'll give you the previews, right? But when this movie starts, if you're Jokey the Clown, I- I'm going to do something about this. And? Yeah, and and thank God they shut up. All right, that's yeah, a- yeah. And then also, when I went and saw Rambo: Last Blood, Steve, I had reserved seats, and there was a guy sitting in my seat. I'm like. No, not in a Rambo movie, too, where you're ready to start taking revenge. Okay, exactly. here's what happened to us one time. So we went to we went to the UA King of Prussia. I forgot what movie to see. It was, it was an important one. It was yeah. one I really wanted to see, and it was the um, the IMAX theater. And I show up. People are sitting in my seat. Those mm-hmm. are reserved seats. And I'm like, no. Hmm. And I'm sitting there. I'm showing my ticket. I'm like, you guys are in my seat. And they whip out their tickets. And they're like, no, these are our seats. And I'm like, well, let's go see the manager, shall we? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. I had ordered my <laughs> tickets for the wrong day. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That and sucks when you make the scene and you're the one. I was the uh, one. Yeah, yeah. But the manager was very, very cool. And it was a Marvel movie. I don't you remember. You can never come back to this theater again. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember which one, but he's like, don't worry. Happens all the time. We'll take care of this. They found seats for us, and, mm. and we stayed for the movie. Oh, it just didn't work the seats that I wanted. Did you send over a complimentary bottle of champagne to the I people? should have. <laughs> to the people. <laughs> Sorry about the inconvenience. Well, I did that for the, the fish concert like this summer. I thought I was in my right seats, and I wasn't. And when's the movie starting? And I told the guy to move over, and he did. And, and he was kind of a jerk the entire concert. And the right. very next day, I was at the concert, and he sat behind me. And he gave me some crap, and then I. It wasn't until right then and there that I discovered that I was in the wrong seats the whole night before. Uh, and I felt terrible, Steve. I really. I, I mean, did you try to? Um, I made it right. Olive branch. What'd you do? So I had. Um, I had. Let passed, me tug on this. With you. <laughs> I had passes for you know that little black box area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the uh, MMRBQ. Oh, good. You did I had right. passes for that, and yes. I. I was like, here. I'm like, 
just so you know, I, I'm not a jerk on purpose. It was a total accident. Let me make it up to you, and I gave him those passes. And did he see, was he mollified by that? Yes. Was it good? Okay, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. You took the right step. Hang on. Randy wants to comment on uh, the Plymouth meeting. Do they indeed have wait staff that comes and serve you inside of the uh, theater itself? Hi, Randy. Good morning. How you doing, Preston? Good. Yeah, you know me. Um, I've actually been in your place before, and I saw you when you were at the movie theater, and I was building the Spider-Man standee. Um, oh, I re- guy, yes, 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 yes. You were doing the, putting the cardboard thing together. Yeah. Okay. Right. What's up, Randy? And, and, all right. Plymouth 12 has a bar, but they do not serve inside the theaters. Okay. AM, AMC Painters Crossing has a dinner and a movie just like Flower Town and Providence and all that. They they do serve you in the theater. Where's Painters Crossing? Like out- That's the one that's over on 202 and Route 1. It's across from plantar fasciitis. Oh, 2 and Route 1? Yeah. yeah. Like out in Westchester. 202, 202 and, route and Route 1. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's... That's yeah. That's far. way far away from there. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then Warrington, and then Warrington right now is undergoing renovations to go full digital, and they're going to have a bar as well. So t- most theaters, okay. most of these large um, complexes right. are, are adding movie tavern style theaters as part of their collection of theaters, right? I mean that that seems to be the norm where a lot of them are going. It's going that way because it's actually making them a little bit more money, but they also cut down their seating in order to improve their numbers. They do because the seats are larger, and yeah. uh, and that's exactly. part of the deal. But but again, uh, since so much of them, but you add on then, it's being right. offset by a, more of a food cost that they're mm-hmm. taking in, and the concessions have always been the big take of the theaters anyway. Exactly. That's All right, the only, interesting. That's the only way the theaters make their money is through the concessions and the food. Have, yeah. it, have any of you done the... Uh, the uh, Thanks, Randy. The full experience? The, I know, you, Casey, you have the, I did. the, the 4X. The, four, the 4DX. Yeah, 4D, 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 yeah. Nick, you I, did Avengers, right? I did Avengers, uh, which was phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, because, phenomenal. <laughs> there it is. No. Happy Monday. Um, <laughs> the, the smell of Thanos' home planet was pumped into the theater, and it, I was blown away by it. It was so cool. <laughs> what did it smell like? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Flowers. And, yeah. yeah, like a garden. Oh, when when he, yeah. When At he, the beginning of Endgame, when he, okay, he's, yep. he's on his planet, and yep. uh, it was it was really neat this the way they did utopia. it. They should have yeah. had him in a house dress and act like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a big moomoo. <laughs> uh, hang on. being here. That's so relaxing. I just saw a text I wanted to mention. Oh, yeah, it says, uh, accidentally saw 1917 in 4D, thinking that it was just extra big IMAX, and oh, it was a huge surprise <laughs> when the seats started running around, started moving around, and then they said, ruin the movie. All we wanted were comfortable big seats. Instead, we got sprayed with water. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it, it's every experience. It's kind of like a roller coaster, and... Um, if you're not prepared for it, it would totally throw you off. Where are they showing 1917 in, uh, f- in King the- of Prussia? King of Prussia. That's the closest. For it, you, is probably. it still running there in that theater? Maybe that's a good one to <laughs> that's try. That's the only it just problem. Last yeah. Week. Well, I, I don't. I don't know because the um, the turnover for those is is really really quick. So you yeah, got to go mm. see it within the first week or two. So it's, I'm trying to think. Uh, okay. What uh, what just came out? What uh, was the big movie this weekend? Oh, well, Doolittle maybe. Or maybe do little, yeah. But it's it's also not cheap. I, th- I think it's twenty five bucks a pop. Okay. Uh, for the four, what is it? Four K. Four D. Four D. I don't know why I always say four D B D A. I'm an idiot. Four right, well. D. <laughs> anyway, I uh, just thought it was kind of interesting that uh, and and sad that the uh, the Ritz at the Boars is closing by the end of January. So, but there are a lot of other cool theater options that are out there. We're looking at a video of this of the um, of the four D. Uh, seats and yeah, I've been on. I've I've been to 
you know, like Disney and some other places that have. I do love those stuff. Those like motion that. control rides. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I went to the D- Disney. Uh, no, it wasn't Disney, but it was Universal in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, there was an advanced screening of Manchester by the Sea. And oh, and they had the <laughs> yeah, they 4D had the whole experience. yeah. It was really, it was incredible. It's yeah, really smell the seafoam. And, wow, and shaking around and everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. Listen, we need to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. I got some bizarre, bizarre file stories. Bizarre. No, no, no. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, by the way, somebody texted in and wanted to know, and I do too. I didn't even, I completely forgot about this. Kathy, did you win at the home show? No. <gasps> I'm sorry. I guess that's why we didn't hear about it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, Who Andy won? won it? Andy won. Andy won. It. Yeah. I think that it Andy helps is to really... sleep with the judges. No, Andy is so competitive. I swear, I'm not kidding you. If she didn't win, she may have jumped off a bridge. Oh. So right before they announced the winner... I said to her, I looked at her, I go, she goes, look at you. You're just standing there. She goes, I'm sweating. <laughs> I go, I looked at her, I go, Andy, I really hope you win. Uh. <laughs> and she did. All right. So she says uh, she's super competitive. Wow. Yeah, very. It's a good thing that. we like her a lot. I'm going to have yeah. to step up my game because, I, yeah, she was like over the top. And uh, but she <laughs> she was funny. When we went on air, um, I had, you know, I did a uh, wine theme at my desk. I said yeah. that I don't use my desk for work. I use it for shopping. And when you're shopping online, you're drinking wine. And so then when they went to her, she went, well, unlike Kathy, I'm not drinking while my kids are around. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. It was kind of funny. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, she walked away victorious, but you know. So, Kathy, it was all like IKEA furniture, right? Yes. Okay. Because yep. I put together an IKEA desk on on Thursday. And, I know and, you did. And I got into the final step before I realized <laughs> that uh, about six steps earlier, I put something on backwards. <laughs> you have to take it all apart. I had to take it all apart, uh, and then it didn't even matter because I couldn't even get that piece on anyway. There was hinge that. And and I uh, I ended up uh, kind of uh, breaking a little bit of it and yeah. So what was what would you would you get for it? who? So it was first, second, third place, right? Yes. Which I don't know why did they do that because then it just put Kristen like I was second place. So basically they're like, oh sorry, Kristen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You suck. They should have just announced the winner. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but there, well, and then there's, so there's supposed to be, there is a second show uh, where we can compete again, uh, and last year, uh, it was a lot of fun, um, but apparently this year, they're they're changing it up, um, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure, they, they may be asking one of you guys to do it. Really? Yeah. Oh, won't that be a joy? <laughs> can see those creations. All right. We're coming, uh, we're coming after you. Yeah. All right, well, I'm sorry, Kath. Hey, oh, listen, happens. it happens. All right, uh, we need to do the Bizarre Files, so we're going to do that very thing. Here we go. I'm skipping Rambo. Our presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. I brought to you by hers. This big cheese is smaller. There you go. We got it in. My favorite cheese balls. This big cheese is smaller than you think. Try hers new mini cheese puffs. 85 per serving. <laughs> I have three bags of it at home right now. They taste anything but tiny. Hers forever good. All right. Let's get to the B-File stories. Authorities are looking for a what they're calling a futuristic thief 
who hovered his way through a Walmart and stole a number of items, including a television. He was on something that was pretty cool I had not seen before. Yeah, the police had released a surveillance video that shows an unidentified man roll into the business with a pair of electric roller skating shoes. They like hover, like a hoverboard, but like on each foot. Uh, police said the man grabbed a television and a bouquet and left the store without paying. Uh, they they posted on their Facebook page, Back to the Future's McFly, he's not, but his hover shoes, Voyagers, Moto Kicks, Space Shoes, or whatever you want to call them, makes him our first futuristic thief. There's something sublime about the way he just floats in, robs the place, and then just floats out. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them. I need to see this footage. It's cool. A woman walking through the baggage claim area of Miami International Airport while casually removing all of her clothes is now in custody for a mental evaluation. I'm sorry, uh, I'm a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been the same since I lost my IKEA challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was just before midnight when she stunned when uh, the stunned passenger spotted the woman walking by in her dark blue underwear. I guarantee you, this is not the kind of person you'd want to see naked. I'm guessing so too. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see a mugshot, so I don't know for sure, but I'm going to guess so. Uh, video shows the woman appears to be singing as she's calmly taking off her clothes while walking through the area. Uh, eventually, she is now a little boys to men. Uh, she is naked in the middle of the airport. We don't even talk Moments later, a video shows her on top of a police car near the airport exit. FYI, did you know the video for this was shot in, uh, what was it? White, White Sands. Sands. White Sands? Yeah. Uh, she, funny, right? <laughs> she jumps off Tyler in... Banks is in the video. Uh, she jumps off in traffic and runs over to a waiting police officer. Uh, uh, poor cops. Takes her into custody, <laughs> yep. Uh, passengers who saw the video were not expecting what they saw. Uh, police say the woman is from out of state. A check found that she mm-hmm. might have had a previous arrest from November. Police say that when they spoke with her, she was incoherent and delusional. Not uh, not bad from behind. Actually, yeah, Nick, you know what? Body really? Wise, yes, yeah. Steve, you're... Yeah. Oh, let me take a look. Yeah. So they, they Baker acted her, meaning that uh, she would yeah. be sent for a mental evaluation. That's what I was expecting. No, no. I was expecting where are my cigarettes? Right. Uh, by the way, you did the the Manthe voice, the, the last Daily Rush video. I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Kathy's thing inside her mouth. <laughs> Wait, what? I watched it oh. over and over. Your little, your your cyst in your oh, mouth. Oh, oh, And then your, uh, Manthe was saying, you know, when, I'll guide your finger to it. Yeah, and when it touches, when I quiver. <laughs> it happens to all the guys. That was a lot of guys. It happens to all the guys. Yeah, so, anyway. You yeah. need to see that Daily Rush video. Okay, another story. Uh, there's a limit on how long a person can claim to be test driving a vehicle, as one driver discovered. Uh, let's see. The driver, a 32-year-old Detroit woman, came to police attention after an officer noticed her car had a yellow registration tab. The officer could find no computer record of the vehicle, so he conducted a traffic stop. Asked her for her driver's license, registrations, and uh, proof, proof of insurance. She told him that she was just test driving the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, police asked how long she had been test driving it, and she said, a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> the officer asked why the vehicle had not been registered. She said that it wasn't registered because she had not officially bought the vehicle. I'm still deciding. Uh, she then handed the officer the car's title and her identification card. 
Uh, apparently, she had nine current suspensions and two driving with license suspended convictions and also had multiple warrants out for s- in several jurisdictions. Oh, and did the cop make a big deal out of that? Uh, so she was arrested and uh, she was taken. She seems completely roadworthy. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we'll do uh, another story here. A Wisconsin man busted for selling weed and possessing other drugs told police that he ingested his dead mother's ashes. Oh, my God. Austin Schroeder allegedly sold drugs to undercover cops a number of times in Waukesha. A drug task force executed a search warrant for his apartment, and they found glass pipes, MDMA, bongs, and an unknown powder. Officers also found a large amount of gold and platinum stashed in a safe in the apartment. When cops questioned Schroeder about the powder, he told investigators his mother had died in 2019 and that she was cremated. So he told cops that he would mix his mother's ashes with a variety of substances, some of which he ultimately ingested. Oh, God, man. Imagine the the life of this woman only to end up Mm -hmm. up this dude's nose. Yep. Didn't Uh, Keith Richards snort his dad? He did, but he was fully alive and intact. uh, I want to say that it was an accident or something like that, Casey. Sounds familiar. Uh, he was hit with a number of charges, by the way, for that. And uh, there you go. That's what I have in uh, this run on the bizarre file. For I you. think the uh, the Keith Richards thing was a joke. I, oh, it, it was? Yeah, he was saying, I, I've, I've done everything under the sun, including smoking my dad's ashes or whatever, but he okay. actually did not do okay. that. He had to clarify later. When a Keith Richards says that, you go, yeah, he probably did that. Yeah, right, yeah. you got to, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, who snorted their dog then? They accidentally spilled cocaine <sighs> on their dog. and then... That was Gary Busey. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. That was a story. So he yeah. had he had spilled some on the dog, and he would, uh, yeah, he would every now and then go and sniff on the dog. <laughs> I saw a, a clip of a Gary Busey interview, recent interview, where he was the most cogent really? and together I have ever wow, seen really? him. Wow. Like talking about his career yeah. and talking about l- the character in Lethal Weapon and all this stuff. I'm like, what the hell has happened? Wow. You know what? Senility has gone the other yeah. way with him. Steve. It's made him sharper. As, it made yeah. him normal. In the case of what is being referred to as reverse <laughs> Alzheimer's, I wouldn't doubt it. Unbelievable. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's the beef file. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see if you've been uh, listening all morning because we'll have a question about today's show for the lesson question. Trash and music news. Got a lot of music news today to run by you. So we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. What did I want to remind you of? Oh, yes, a reminder that uh, today, no easy money promotion. It will return tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., your first chance to win. So make sure that you're paying attention. But if you're holding on until 11 for Pierre to get it to you, no, we're taking the day off. It's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. And uh, so 11, 1, 4, and 6 will not happen today. But tomorrow, you get started once again. 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Uh, so just be prepared to win some more money. It's sort of cool when the office is closed. Yeah. Kind of get some stuff done. You you made a, a, a point earlier, uh, Steve. No, uh, no meeting today. No meeting. Maybe That's cool. A Monday meeting, which eats up a bit of time. We can do our little bonfire thing that we like to do with mm-hmm. that uh, the drum. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it's very cool. Looking forward to it. And the dancing. 
All right, we're going to do today's lesson question, though, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets as the Preston and Steve Show presents True TV's Impractical Jokers at the uh, Scoopski, uh, <laughs> Scoopski Potatoes Tour. Uh, and this is Friday, August 14th at The Man. And uh, let's see, the question, what equipment does Steve like to keep by the toilet just in case he gets severely constipated? It's true. 215-263-WMMR. What equipment does Steve like to keep by the toilet just in case he gets severely constipated? Actually, it probably would help a little bit <laughs> if you had these. All right. Call now. If you were listening, you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get some stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, a stomach virus forcing Scarlett Johansson to skip the Santa Barbara Film Festival, where she won the Best Actress Award for Marriage Story. Johansson sent a video explaining that her diarrhea was so bad, fecal pulp had sprayed up her toilet seat and all over a crochet tissue box. Wow. Hey! I don't know if they needed to know that. 38-year-old Paris Hilton revealing that she has been playing a character for years and is now ready to reveal who she really is. Hilton says that despite what her finely honed character would suggest, she's actually a stupid rich whore. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah, that's what she's claiming. It's a character. She's been playing. And finally, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will no longer have their royal titles now that they are both becoming private citizens. As such, both Harry and Meghan will no longer be able to order beheadings and must now settle for purple nurples. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood dream. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to today's lesson question. What equipment does Steve like to keep by the toilet just in case uh, things get a little constipated? I will go to Clint for the answer. Hey, Clint, how you doing? Hey, what's up, big all right, <laughs> nice, Clint. What does Steve like to keep by the toilet? Ski pole. Ski yeah! pole. You sir got it right, Clint. Hang on the line. Going to get your information, and we're going to give you a pair of tickets as uh, Preston and Steve Show presents True TV's Impractical Jokers: The Scoop Ski Potatoes Tour, starring the Tenderloins. Friday, August 14th at The Man, and tickets are on sale now at WMMR.com for complete details. I want to go back to the Paris Hilton thing for just a moment. Yes. You know, I read the other day that, now, it's interesting that she's uh, come saying that she's been playing a character all these years. Yes. She's ready to reveal the real her. I wonder if she will do this. I would read that she has always, always used um, uh, blue contact lenses, that her eyes oh, are actually really? brown. And that she wears... Uh, Interesting. She has very, very blue eyes. Yeah. She does, yeah. And those are contacts. I don't know if that's true or not. I would like to find that out. And if so, if she's going to be her real self, will she remove those? Uh, I, w- I find it hard to believe yeah. that... That she's that smart to le- do a 24-hour character for 38 years? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... That I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, there just seems... There doesn't... This onion doesn't seem to have many layers. Yeah. And I told you, I I met her before. Yes. I was in her presence. Did in she lean up and go, by the way, it's all an act. I'm actually incredibly smart. Yeah, no, but like on that, that show, The Simple Life, they were feeding her line for line. She'd say one line, and then they'd cut, and then she'd say a second sentence, and then they'd cut. Like but they would give to her. What's this say, word? Paris. Yeah, say, oh, <laughs> that's hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm yeah. not kidding. Wow. Well. So, I mean, good Listen. for her if it was an act. Okay. She's, she's, she yep. won't be hurting no matter what happens. No. Yeah, she'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but don't you worry about her. All right, uh, music news time. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 
Uh, I have a lot today. Uh, we're going to start with this. Nickelback's official website has launched a countdown clock that is scheduled Ooh. to hit zero tomorrow at uh, 9 a.m. P- uh, Pacific time. Uh, the band also has released a one-minute teaser video and captioned it with lyrics from the song Photographed, or Photographed from the 2005 album, All the Right Reasons. Uh, the hashtags ATRR15 and MB2020... Oh, yeah. ...are on that. And this suggests a celebration of the 15th anniversary of their fifth studio album is in the works for this year. That's what I got. All the Right Reasons, which is ATRR15, uh, was released in October 2005 when it topped the Canadian and U.S. album charts. It has sold 12 million copies worldwide. Unbelievable. Yeah, and is the quartet's best-selling album to date, moving well over 8 million copies in the U.S. alone. So they I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm down with Nickelback now. They, you know, they... they I, I, they get themselves. They're not uh, as pompous, and you know, having met them now, they're 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 pretty cool. They're all right. They're all right. Rush's gated. Uh, Jesus, I can't freaking speak. Rush's Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson uh, have spoken up through the band's social cha- uh, channels for the first time uh, since the announcement of Neil Peart's death. Uh, the pair wrote. Our most heartfelt thanks go out to family, friends, musicians, writers, and fans from around the globe uh, for the incredible outpouring of love and respect for Neil since his passing. These touching tributes help to lessen the pain of this terrible loss and remind us all to celebrate his remarkable life and our connections to it. Meanwhile, Billboard reported late last week that uh, Rush song streams surged by 776% while sales grew by more than 2,000% in the U.S., in the days following Neil's death. Between January 10th and the 13th, on-demand audio and video streams of Rush's catalog increased to combined 24.54 million. Wow. Uh, the band's 1981 classic Tom Sawyer was the most streamed song during the period with 2.8 million listens compared to the 698,000 streams that registered between January 6th and January 9th. What was Rush's biggest selling album of all time, Preston? Uh... I would imagine that it was uh, moving pictures that has Tom Sawyer right. and uh, Limelight and uh, Red Barchetta on it and YYZ. So those are it's their it's their most popular album. So I would assume it sold the most, but that's just me guessing, Steve. Uh, so song sales were at nineteen thousand compared to one thousand in the previous three days, with album sales increasing. 1,820% to 6,000. Hmm. Elsewhere, Rush songs took up 23 of the 25 positions on Billboard's Lyric Find U.S. and Global chart, uh, which ranked the fastest momentum-gaining tracks in lyric search queries and usage globally in the U.S. Respectively, Tom Sawyer was most popular, followed by Limelight, The Trees, Temples of Syrinx, Losing It, and The Garden. So just some interesting stats. And by the way, I meant to bring this up Last week, and I oh, I kept forgetting to do it, but a, a local drummer, and I don't know who it was, Pierre had um, told me indirectly he knew someone who was a friend of this guy who put up billboards all over the area Yes, uh, that said, farewell to the king, Neil Peart, 1952 to 2020, with a picture of Neil sitting at his drum kit. Wow. Uh, it was really cool, and from what I understand, it's just a guy who spent his own money. And wanted to put that up. And, and he's uh, local? He's local. Oh. And uh, that uh, the billboards went up around here. So that's pretty damn amazing that somebody did that. And I would like to find out who that was. 
Uh, so I wanted to make sure that uh, people were aware that that was out there. The ones I read about, Preston, were out at 422 out in Berks County, like out yeah. past Redding. Is that what you saw as well? Yeah, but okay. I heard that. I thought there were some around here, too. Nick, okay. I might be incorrect. But, yeah, it was says, uh, yeah, up along 422 in Berks County. So these are fixed billboards, and we're looking at a picture right here. Did they do any digital? I thought they were all digital. Uh, this looks like a regular fixed billboard that we're looking at right here. Yeah, I don't know. I I heard they were the uh, the digital billboards, but I huh. I may if you know to get one up that quickly. Uh, I didn't even know they could do it that quickly. So hold on, here comes Marissa. Looks like she got something to say. Sorry, my mic isn't working in the other room. They are digital because I've seen them all over the place. I saw them okay. uh, right on six seventy six across from that one House we, Row. That one we just saw up is digital. Yeah, really, they're, they're good looking. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that digital billboard going into Conchi on 76 is really cool. Yeah, it's it like is. an yeah. odd shape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's, that it's caught finished. me off guard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a bizarre angular shape. They've yeah. started to create really cool signs like that. There's one near, near uh, Westchester. Uh, there's uh, one up in, in, uh, in Quakertown mm-hmm. as well where they, they really construct these things to look Cool. I mean, they have like landscaping around them and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool if they big... could take the billboard from the angle that you're traveling at and put what's behind it so that periodically right. it would appear to disappear. See through it? Yeah, 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 like a cloaking device. Well, and that one specifically on the Schuylkill, and there are a number of places like it, it's, it's such a huge space, so they can, yeah. you know, kind of put something a little fancy there. It looks aesthetically yeah. appealing. And you're usually driving three miles an hour when you're there anyway. Well, you know what? And with those digital billboards, when they switch, like I'll see something for a second, and I'm like, wait, what did that say? I'm like, please, mm-hmm. please come back around before I pass you. Steve, you're actually right. It does give you something to read while right, you're yeah. sitting in go-nowhere Schuylkill Expressway traffic. So much fun. Brett Michaels is set to undergo a procedure to remove a patch of skin cancer. Mm. He's revealed to his fans ahead of the band's upcoming tour with Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett and the Blackhawks that he is set to undergo surgery for a torn shoulder rotator cuff and have the cancer removed after it showed up on a recent biopsy. So prognosis all good otherwise? Uh, yeah, he yeah. said uh, after a recent kickoff of the new year, physical and MRI has been brought to my attention that I have torn my right shoulder rotator cuff, which would answer the question why it looks like a lump or bone was sticking out of my right shoulder. A little more complex, I will have to undergo a procedure to remove skin cancer that was detected after a recent biopsy. It may slow me down a bit at the beginning of the year, but if God willing, I promise this year will be awesome. He's had all kinds of medical He has diabetes. Things over the years. He yeah. has had uh, brain issues. I think he had a brain bleed at one point. He had the that super heavy a curtain at a show come yeah, down on his head. head. But you know what? He's he's in great shape he physically. Is. He's yeah. like he's in really good shape for his age. And has a big dong. Yeah, as opposed to like a Vince Neil. Yeah. Who I always said, you know, even though they're in completely different bands, I always kind of got them confused with each other a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Both blonde, you know, front front guys, but uh, old Vince ballooned up a little bit. Just, just a bit. Uh, Brett has uh, stayed pretty fit and trim. So, uh, Moving on. I like this. The 1990s are alive and well. Bare Naked Ladies have rolled out the band's sixth Last Summer on Earth tour with the 2020 edition featuring special guests The Gin Blossoms and wow. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, that's cool. I'd love to see this show. Toad the Wet Sprocket, Gin Blossoms, and Bare Naked Ladies together. And guess what? They are going to be at the Met July 14th. I was a Toad the Wet Sprocket fan. I love that band. I met them a couple times. They, they In person, they look like a medieval circus because there's all different types, you know. Just a weird collection of guys, but um, the songs were good. Uh, their their harmonies are fantastic. They yeah. do great three part harmonies, and I love their songs. And I always I always dug that band. Uh, so they're doing a thirty four city jaunt 
Uh, and they will be here July 14th. I don't have the on-sale information. Pre-sale is uh, Thursday the 23rd um, at 10 a.m. And then um, after that will be the regular on-sale. Got it. Y100, we played the hell out of all those artists. Yeah. Jim Blossom's Tugelwitz Pocket Baby. Oh, Fall Down. Great song, man. This is one of their more yep. tempo-moving songs. There's a really cool harmony part. It's in the middle yeah. of the song, so we're not gonna nah. not gonna sit here and listen to it to wait for that. But it's definitely worth checking out. All right, uh, this is all I want. Yeah. Yep. It's name that tune with Preston Elliott and all Toe the Wet Sprocket songs. Well, all right. So is this Toe the Wet Sprocket? This Walk totally... on the ocean. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's uh, that's another one of their probably second to this song as far as their uh, most popular songs went. So throw the meat puppets in on this tour and you're good to go. There you go. Uh, Dorothy singer Dorothy Martin recently revealed that she had her breast implants removed. She's also urging other women to do the same, saying, I heard about breast implant illness only after making the connection between my deteriorating mental and physical health and having implants myself. Although the illness illness is not recognized yet by doctors as an official diagnosis, women around the world have experienced symptoms ranging from chest pain to hair loss to depression. She said, I do feel better, but the full detox process takes some time. Uh, She's currently working on the follow-up 2018's 28 Days in the Valley, which featured the hit flawless and we are going to have her on this week casey yes uh most likely friday okay so what kind of implants did she have i don't know if they're silicon it or... was the silicon implants that i have heard that women wanted to are remove, problematic as opposed to the saline but some are uh just removing them all together no matter now do what. they do augmentation with your own fat i think that's the the trendiest um or at least that's what i've heard don't know that they they actually the same way they relocate fat from your body in other areas that they will use your own I think that's I think that's matter. way more expensive. My, no no doubt, yeah. Steve she posted this video on Instagram and it does not say what kind of implants they were but she's holding up the actual implants that are now out all of right. her body in two separate bags and uh, she she refers to them as toxic fun bags. Oh. Well we will <laughs> we'll find out uh, directly from her on Friday so we'll ask her all those questions. Uh, Dirty Honey, playing the MMRBQ, has recorded a cover of Aerosmith's 1976 song, Last Child, for the Amazon original series, uh, available only on Amazon Music. Uh, the original version was released on Aerosmith's classic album, Rocks, uh, and Mark LaBelle, singer of the band, said that uh, Aerosmith has been a huge influence on our band, and Last Child is a staple in our live set, so uh, to be tipping our hat to the band... Is really special. There goes Steven Tyler. One again. of the best. I hate to say it because you yeah. know you don't want anybody to be hurt, but he has one of the best stage falls mm-hmm. in history. Yep, I agree. Marissa just handed this breaking news. This oh, just hey, in. Marissa, 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 breaking news. Breaking news. Pearl Jam has revealed the complete track listing for their upcoming studio album, Gigaton. Huh? Shared via Twitter. Here's here are the list of songs. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever said. Super Blood Wolf Moon. Yeah. Dance of the Clairvoyance. We knew that that was going to be uh, the first release, from what I understand. Quick Escape. All Right. Seven O'Clock. Never Destination. Take the Long Way. Buckle Up. Comes Then Goes. Retrograde. And River Cross. Bonus track. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have new music on, uh, looks like on Wednesday. Okay. Or right now. 
We don't even talk anymore. Oh, man. Wow, man. It sounds just like huh. boys to men. What a, what a wonderful tribute. They've really worked in some harmonies. Yeah. That's weird. I think this is it. There oh. it is. This is what? Whoever said. The yeah, first track. The first track. Oh, yeah. So whoever it's beautiful said, man, yeah, because he does it. have him in his heart all the mm-hmm. time. In parentheses, Nick McElwain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old woman at a counter. Uh, Gigaton is Pearl Jam's eleventh studio album and the first since Lightning Bolt, which came out in two thousand thirteen. Wow, it's uh, crazy. Uh, in the coming weeks, we will hear the first release, uh, "Dance of the Clairvoyance." So it is on the way. I've done a lot of solo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not in a couple of weeks, Preston. This week, Wednesday. This week, this week Wednesday, Wednesday, day after tomorrow, midweek. <laughs> Getting over the hump. <laughs> All right. Hump day. All right. Uh, what else I have here? Uh, Slipknot and Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor was asked by the Irish Times if a successful band could survive just on royalties from streaming sales, and he responded. You could if the streaming system wasn't set up the way it is. You're being paid less than pennies. Snap. He said if the streaming systems paid more online uh, with how publishing and radio pays, people could make a living. Say radio's good. That's why I brought the story up. Yeah. I have had friends of mine who have had to retire, and they are popular bands because they can't make a living. I have got a problem with streaming. Uh, I've got a problem with how these streaming services rip off the artists, and I'll say that until the day I die. It revealed that the going rate for a million streams on YouTube, listen to this, a million streams on YouTube, which he claimed pays the lowest rate, was 0.04% of a penny per stream, meaning the artist gets around $400 for a million no. streams. A million streams gets the artist 400 this, bucks. This is from Corey Taylor. I don't know how accurate this is, but apparently he's illustrating how low the payout Can, is for that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he added, people can't live on that, and there's not a lot of people who get these numbers. The majority of this goes to the record label anyway. So That's ridiculous. And yeah, even if Eddie would get up and be uh, upset about that, too. Right. And there you go. That's what I have in music news for you this Quick morning. Quick question, if yeah. I may. Uh, do, um, do various do different streaming services pay different percentages, or is that sort of the set rate? In other words... Well, it said YouTube pays the lowest. Okay. And radio is the best. Yeah, in that particular story, hang on, he had said... Um, so it's YouTube and the other ones. Yeah, he claimed, he said YouTube pays the lowest rate. So I guess it, it depends on the service. All right. All right. Uh, let's take a break, come back in a second. We'll get the letter of the day. Ray Coob is in today yeah. for Pierre Robert, so he gets to pick the letter for the Word of the Week prize. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Huxley. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com, keyword local shots. 
Huxley, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're about ready to wrap up the Preston to Sea program, and it's just been us and you, and we appreciate you being here today. We've certainly had a good time. Uh, the cold weather continuing. Next couple of days, sunshine and 33 today, 36 tomorrow with sun, and we slowly warm up. 41 on Wednesday, 45 on Thursday, 47 on Friday, which is kind of, I think, where we're supposed to be anyway. Yeah, it was the antithesis of the, the past, you know, yeah. week and a half when uh, we had that shift on Saturday. So, oh, yeah, that's when that's what winter mm-hmm. is like. Yep, exactly. Uh, we welcome to the Studio One, Mr. Ray Coop. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Awesome, man. Good to see you. Good to see everybody, and uh, thanks for waking me up better than coffee this morning, getting going. Uh, it's early for me to get in here, but it's great to be here with you guys and True. filling in for Pierre. <laughs> yeah. And don't let the, uh, you guys have been in here this morning. Yeah. Don't let the sun fool you. You get hit with the wind out there. That wind chill you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. single digits, it's definitely for real out oh, there. Oh, yeah, so we you, go. you worked on Saturday. What time were you were you in here? I was driving in it. You in were it, driving, and in driving it? out in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I, I, was, right. I was telling these guys, it didn't seem bad to me. My wife and I went out to dinner Saturday night, and then we got on the Northeast Extension, and we're driving along. We see flashers, and there's a car up on gotten up on top of the guardrail somehow wow. or another and another mile down the road and the other uh the northbound lanes another car wiped out smashed into the wall and what then the f- we <laughs> had dinner and we came out and we're stepping out onto the sidewalk and it was a solid sheet of ice so that's what i found sunday morning up in doylestown everything all the little bit of snow that we had it all uh froze over so uh-huh. it was like i walked outside yeah. and i looked at it and you could see that the, the light shimmering off it and you're like yeah. i'm not going out there until it cleans up a bit i honestly okay. didn't expect that but nah. only lasted for a little while it we're... was beautiful for us and for injury lawyers we are <laughs> we are in the clear now so we need you to help us with the letter of the day you ready i am here we go preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now the daily letter all right the preston and steve show is brought to you today by the letter m as in martin as right. in martin luther king day excellent well done we have a six pack of pit tickets for the mmr bq 2020 Ooh. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion tickets are on sale now $25 for the early bird special and lawn tickets while supplies last. Pavilion seats start at $49.50. Complete details at WMMR.com. Nine bands, Disturbed, Sublime with Rome, The Pretty Reckless, Royal Blood, Puddle of Mud, Crowbot, Dirty Honey, The Who, Foxtrot, and The Get Down, local group, by the way. Uh, So that is coming up, and we'll give away those pit tickets on Friday. Get set. So you have a wide-open day ahead of you, sir. I do. I'm going to get a fresh cup of coffee, do the coffee break, and forward we go. Excellent. All right. Well, hang with Coob, man. He's going to take good care of you today. Taking suggestions from listeners, I would imagine. Wide open at noon. Come on in. All right. Love it. Uh, Let me see. Thank you to the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. The program has been brought to you by Acme Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have Adam Carolla on. I haven't talked to Adam in a long, Adam's great. long time. Got a new movie. In our studio, Terry Crews yeah. will be by here. Love Terry him. is awesome. He is so much fun. Last time we had him into the studio, he's he's great. Very yep. candid, very cool. Most definitely. Very big. So uh, he will be here tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have uh, many other things that we will get into. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Hey, sword swallower, you want to impress me? Stick it up the other way. Next message. Hey, Preston and Steve, 
just got our MMRBQ tickets today, and I'm looking forward to seeing all those bands, especially the... Next message. All right, how the hell does it happen that a food store runs out of sour cream? It's a... NFL playoff Sunday, you should be stocked up out the wazoo with sour cream, chips, and etc. How the f*** you run out of sour cream? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.